Last time I was in Mexico, I was 14, and they would sell me, uh, yeah, Mezcal and Cigarellos. So it was a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all, like, there's always, like, people in the corner selling individual cigs, um, also for, like, pennies. Oh, Nick dropped. There he is. Individual pennies. Insane. <clears throat> That's the place to be. It really is. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty sad like leaving mainly because like, there's not a lot of places over here, even though I'm in Texas, there's like three like Latin clubs. And a lot of them are like Norteñas, like Ranchero, like cowboy Mexican types. Oh and yeah. And there's only like, like the gaucho. One, yeah. There's only like one, <laughs> there's only like one that I know of that um, plays like Cumbia and has a kind of more diverse crowd. Um, but I'm going to check that out probably this weekend because I was having so much fun. Just like, just like basically every night there, I'd stay up to like, we go at like 10 and we'd be there just like three, 4 a.m. Just like dancing Kumbia. And it's all like live bands too, which is like also really cool. It's like a bunch of old heads. What is Kumbia? I don't even know. It's like, um... Because it, it comes from Colombia, if I remember correctly, but it's like a type of like dance music. The with the horns. Like, yeah, it's like kind of stereotypical. Like a lot of people think of it as like stereotypical Mexican music. It's not like mariachi or anything, but like I guess to like your average suburban white person, it might sound pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, I've always right, like right. I've always really enjoyed like listening to it. But then, like, after, like, learning how to dance to it and, like, being in that scene, I was, like, I have a whole new appreciation for it. I'm, like, damn. Hell, yeah. Um, I'm kind of missing out. Like, techno doesn't – I'm kind of over techno after um, <laughs> going to, like, cumbia dance clubs. <laughs> yeah. I hope it uh, – I hope it sweeps. I hope it makes it up to Montreal. <laughs> we had uh, – we had Zumba dancing, but I think that's different. That's yeah, like... Zumba's like um, uh, recently gave birth, losing weight type of mm-hmm. dance classes, if I remember correctly. Postnatal depression, yeah. <laughs> postpartum, whatever. It's like CrossFit for single moms that have some extra time. Nick's trying to use a toaster or something. <laughs> <Kind of laughs> figure out what's going on. What's going on with this boy? He might need the phone app. Nick? Check, Nick, if you can hear, check uh, Instagram. To me, it doesn't even... 
It doesn't even show that he's in. It For me, it keeps showing he's trying to join. Oh, I um, see. I see his name pop up, but he doesn't actually. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I hope he gets in. I want to know how to pronounce his name. How is um, New York treating you? Oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I thought you were still. Okay. No, no. When do you you get to New York? Friday. Friday at like 6 p.m. I thought I saw, I thought I saw like your, oh, I did see your Bud Light post. And I figured that you yeah, were yeah. now exploring that looks like, yeah. City. That's the Montreal Metro. But uh, <laughs> this is... I'm going to try calling him on um, IG just to see if we can figure out what's going on. Uh, I'm sure we'll figure... He's, his job is... Well, let him explain, but he works on... Hey, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you get the uh, Riverside app, it actually runs really nice. So, uh, um, yeah. What browser are you using? Are you using Google Chrome? Yeah. Okay, it should be fine. That's really strange, but. All right. Cool. Okay. Good luck. Can you you see me? Can you hear me? How's it going? I hear you now. Hey, guys. Sorry. I hear you and I see you. It was weird. I felt like a ghost all the time (laughs) because (laughs) I could hear you guys and I could see you, but no one could see me. Yeah, yeah. I have screws in my pocket. Do you have a VPN or something? That might be it. What is that? That's like for you shift your IP address if you're doing What's sketchy that? shit on the internet. Opsec like, uh, purposes. It says like which country you're in. I know Matt uses it before he watches his weird porn uh, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is he does. He's not going to make it. He's sick. Um, can't, make a, can't make a video call because you're sick? You did fire him. He That's says a, he's barfing. Yeah, that's what I said, but I um I also frequently make excuses. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if he's barfing, I feel bad. Uh, wouldn't wish that on anybody. That's okay. But yeah, we do have uh you and Gordo, so it's going to be a jam, anyways. I think we'll get some some riffs off here. Uh, yeah. If you heard, how do we pronounce your? Is that your last name or is that your? handle nick zalea zalea that's my uh that's my stage name okay zalea zalea am i saying it right zalea okay sick zalea zalea oh what are you guys up to how are you how was your days it was was great i woke up late did a huge bike ride um got a bunch of free beers from my local bar and now I'm swapping to Mezcal and podcasting. Hey, brother. Yeah. Hang loose. I had a big day at the jukebox factory, but um, I figured out the, the version 17 routing. I moved it up to 6.4, so it's not a, it's 
it's not dropping anymore. The operators can check out their machine based on which bar it's in. So that was a big win for <laughs> Jukebox Hind. Um, how about yourself? Uh, for the folks at home, do you mind explaining what your day job is? Because that was pretty cool. Oh, I just do low voltage alarm systems. Today I went to like some like super ratchet hotel in Atlanta and like it just has it like I, I've been there a couple of times and it's just like everybody who's there has been there for a while. Like they live there, which is oh, so wow. it's that type of type type of vibe. You know, long term motel stays. The stuff uh, Jim Morrison used to sing about. That yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of Jim Morrison types at the Red Roof Inn in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so you li- you're in you're out of Georgia. Yeah, uh, I live at 320 Vine Street, Athens, Georgia, three zero six zero one. All right, here, here's he's it. Got here's that piece it. On him. I got I got an idea. Um, the first lovely young lady to come to my house and guess which unit is mine and knock on my door. I have a $50 gift card to Longhorn Steakhouse and you can call it the, the beta, the beta verse Nick, Nick's house challenge. (laughs) And (laughs) so if you weren't paying attention, I take take it up in an instant. You might, you might want to go back and listen to listen to the address. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're just giving it once. You won't give it to them again? You're not going to help them out here? I'm not going to give it to them. I'm going to take them out to dinner. And it has to be oh, a, right. a, be- no. a beautiful, stunning young lady. <laughs> <laughs> what what age what age bracket, Nick? You know, like, the normal... I mean, I'm 57. So let's say, yeah, yeah. Let's say like, 18 but- to, like, 25. Oh yeah, that's that's reasonable for you. I mean, you've got the some average. snow, snow yeah. on the roof, but you're young at heart. Hey, but um, <clears throat> yeah, hell yeah. I thought you were in the northeast for some reason. I don't know what gave me that impression. Let's no, see. I've never lived don't... up there. Yeah, I always figured northeast too, but I guess it's just like similar. I feel like I uh put most posters in that category because a large majority of them are in the northeast yeah i'm kind of like a lone wolf you know i don't really talk to any of the other posters i just kind of you know sit in my house and stare at the wall and think of poetry kind of kind of more akin to nathan if anything he's kind of a (laughs) dog man lone wolf poet type deal yeah, yeah. Well, um, you're definitely a poet. I I always clarify the last male poet. I mean it in the Nietzschean sense, like the last man. But for poetry, and uh, no, I won't explain that further to anybody who doesn't know. Poets know, don't we, Nick? No, but that's the great. It's that's not, the great thing no. about poetry. You don't have to. Yeah, it's open. It's open for interpretation. Where do you um, live, Gordo? Uh, I'm all the way in Dallas, Texas, so I'm also kind of like um, lone wolfing it out here in the posting sphere. I lived, as as I lived I in Greenville for a year outside of Dallas. How'd you like that? Horrible, horrible. 
It's like, it's yeah. like the worst. I mean, Dallas. <laughs> Dallas kind of uh, sucks as is, and if you're in like a surrounding suburb, everyone in the surrounding suburbs loves to claim like they ask where you're from. Like I'm from Dallas. You're like where in Dallas? They're like uh, Arlington, Greenville, something. But there's absolutely nothing out there. No, unless you like like hibachi mm-hmm. and shit like that. No, I Arlington's like... got the cemetery, right? The dead. Marines. Yeah, there is. A... No, that's oh. a different Arlington cemetery. I think that's in like Washington or oh, Washington D.C. or something. <sighs> um, we do have some cool cemeteries out here. My community college has a cemetery from the original owners of the land, and there's a grave with the one of the guys' leg that he lost in a farming accident. And then next to him is his whole body after he passed, like, 20 years later. So he buried his leg as a kid. after he Yeah, left. he buried his leg and put put a grave marker for That's it, too. Right. Here lies, what's his name? God, I forgot his name, but it's is, his leg. Is there a missus, or the leg was as good as a... Well, you had to cut off your white leg if you lost a leg <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, that was, those were the rules yeah. back then. Serve you in the afterlife, yeah. yeah. Uh, equality when it mattered um and women wanted equality so did you group (laughs) here we are reaping the whirlwind as they say uh were you born born in the south no i'm from like the valley like los angeles really yeah i see it yeah that's what made you move Know, California just sucks. Out of like LA, California just sucks, and I was yeah. like just a loser, like addicted to drugs and shit. And then I like, I like had a job in California, and then I moved that. But I was traveling to Texas all the time, so then I just moved to Texas to work. And then uh, Texas wasn't much better. And then my parents moved out to Georgia a couple so- years ago, so I just followed them out here, and now I'm here. I do really love Texas, but it's something that's like very hard to fully like get into. I feel like I feel like it takes a lot of time until like really put yourself out there with random groups of people. Yeah, my but only friend. It's also hard to do that if you're in like Greenville or Arlington or any like Texas is so big and like seventy five percent of it is just like nothing cities that have nothing to do outside of like work at gas stations and like random jobs <laughs> and. <laughs> drink at like really shitty bars or go to the casino in oklahoma i went to like yeah that's always a good i bet. spent like 14 hours in like that casino i don't know where in oklahoma it was but like my friend like made me like drunk drive because he's like you can't really be a grown man <laughs> if you can't have a few drinks and drive and i was like okay and just like, yeah one of one of my favorite bars i worked at we used to have to do like deep cleans every couple months and um we'd be there till like 4 a.m and we'd just be getting drunk because we could drink for free if we we're doing a deep clean and we'd always wind up being like you guys just want to like do an all-nighter and go to the go to oklahoma and go gamble with our money for like a day and then come back and start our shifts tomorrow and we were always like that's a bad idea and we'd always do it um it's fun like debaucherous shit is it one is it a aboriginal casino uh I, yeah, Indian the casinos, casino, they say them? yeah, the casinos in Oklahoma, I believe all of them are run by Native Americans. You have like Choctaw casinos, like one of the biggest ones. And you have, uh, I'm not going to be able to remember. I, I only went to Choctaw. But Choctaw is like a really big one. Yeah. 
Their buffets are really nice. You can get a if they think you're gambling, you can go to the buffet pretty cheap and eat pretty quality food. Oh, a lot yeah. of it. They also like have little like this is probably like all casinos. They have like little windows for the elderly to cash their um like Pension government checks, checks out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So you can so you can <laughs> it's kind of dep- my first time in there I was like I was like this is so bleak and depressing. It was just like elderly people chain smoking and cashing their little <laughs> government checks and like well, continuing on to gamble keeps keeps them from getting in too much trouble i'm sure those checks are kind of small so once you're yeah. done i don't know those slots you, are like uh, i'm like an addict at everything so like if like yeah. i can't like i can't gamble like i can't drink i can't like be around drugs like i'm accidentally addicted to kratom for like the sixth time in like the past year it's uh, like I have like I've a very a, I've... addictive personality. I, I'm I, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm an addict like at heart at everything. Well, self awareness is always a blessing. Uh, I've definitely I like the substances a bit too much from time and now and then. Are you a friend of Bob's, as they say, as some of our friends say in the program? You ever try the meetings? Oh hell no! I just go to church, and that keeps right, me out right. of trouble. We talked, we talked about this. So um, we we have not that we haven't had spiritual guests in the past, and I consider myself a spiritual person. But God's important in your life. Would you say? Would you say that's true? You uh, you identify yeah, as yeah, he's most pretty important. important. Yeah, he's most important. The Orthodox mm-hmm. Church is the most important thing in my life. That's like what I really revolve all my time around. Like I don't have, I don't have any friends out here really. And I don't really want any friends. I mean, all I have is like my church friends and I go to like, and they're like all like 60 years old and stuff. So like, I just revolve my week around pretty little lady that wins this contest. Yeah. She has to convert too. So (laughs) (laughs) are there, there's, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I was seeing someone in their roommate had the what was a Putin calendar, but it had all the uh, Orthodox had the like meal calendar where like what you can eat on what day. Do you follow it? Follow it that closely with all that stuff? Uh, I fall, I fall very short at times because we're like around Nativity and Lent are like the main fasts, and you're not supposed to have any like olive oil meat or dairy and like i like Mm -hmm. i'm I'm so poor right now and i don't really know how to eat like and be healthy vegan because like i i like i weigh like a ridiculously low number and i'm six foot four and i like work all day so like i like need to eat like real food but i like want to learn how to get better at fasting and following the fasts and so you have like nativity fast and Lenten fast and then Wednesdays and Fridays all the time you're supposed to fast. Right. Yeah. You got the, um, God, what's his name? I just completely lost me. Um, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers oh, Club. I literally look like that guy in that movie. You Matthew got, you got Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm kind of similar. I'm like six foot two and I've been like 
now I'm at like a semi healthy weight, but I'm still like pretty skin, pretty slim. How much do you weigh? Um, I'm like, I'm one, I'm like one forty eight right now, and I'm six oh, wow. two. Yeah, I'm six four, and I'm one thirty. And what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me up until up until this year. I randomly put on a lot of weight, but I think it's because I've been drinking probably a lot of beer. But I'm still quite yeah bony yeah. and slim. But it, um, it works, honestly. There's a lot of people that are into the very tall and skinny. emaciated look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm two hundred I'm at least two hundred. I'm where I fluctuate between one ninety and two twenty, but I always have the Alex Jones. I just look like Alex Jones all the time. <laughs> That's like my, my dream that. weight is like <laughs> my dream weight is like one eighty, one ninety. Oh, I'd be like fucking killer be if I get to that. Built weight. like a brick shit house, you weigh that much. Yeah, yeah, I would love to weigh like two hundred even. That would be like, I have like my bodybuilder friend who's gonna move into my house with me, so I'll, hopefully he can like teach me how to be huge. Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is just the I I tried like, uh, I think when I was like twenty, I was like really upset. So I was like one hundred and twenty pounds at six two, and I tried like really hard to put on weight, and it was just it's so much eating for like extended periods. It's like eating three, four five meals a day. Yeah. Like I think I needed like almost 3000 calories a day, dude. It's so hard. And I needed that for like m- for two, months and like, not only like two rotisserie chickens. Like, takes- yeah, dude, there's a, <laughs> I know someone that, um, is like really obsessed with just like eating, drinking a gallon of milk and eating a rotisserie chicken a day. Which is like that's the Reddit diet, I guess. Um, <laughs> right I was now. trying to like stay healthy. Yeah, I was trying to stay healthy and do it, and I was just like, this is really difficult and expensive to eat so much. So I kind of gave up. But beer is relatively affordable. Yeah. Not the healthiest, but I like drinking beer, and enough of it will get you like five, ten pounds. Yeah, I know. But the my biggest fear with drinking beer specifically is being a skinny guy with a beer gut. Right, I was like, like the, I, the king of I, hell. I do worry. I do. You look like a that, prospector, okay. you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you could roll with that. You could definitely. There's roll gold with in that. these yeah. <laughs> No, you guys both. You both have like it's body type too, so it's like you may find it hard to get like that big jacked look, but you get that leathery, like the same the Matthew McConaughey, like leathery carny. Like these are the guys I've never seen someone beat the shit out of someone gnarlier than like the carny jacked guy who's like you just like yeah. sinew you like not even enough like protein like you're not drinking protein powder, so you just like you look like a rope covered in like prune skin or something and then just beating the shit yeah, out of people. I never want to be like I never want to be like fully jacked. Like I'd like to stay like relatively sneaky slim, jacked. But- yeah, sneaky Jack. Crypto Jack. Great, great way to look at it. Yeah. Crypto Jack. Like a, like a Cronenberg <laughs> character. You just break someone's <laughs> nose in half. But, um, yeah, I like that about the, you. This... Oh, I was just going to blow smoke up Nick's ass for a second. Oh, yeah. uh, you, you are can, a you can go. mysterious, mysterious Falknerian type on the old internet. So uh, it's cool to kind of figure out you can keep your mystery or whatnot, but how I found you, I, th- I 
I think you followed me or I followed you because you did the cool checkerboard patterns and the the nice text, the snappy text, the kind of stuff I like to do, but at a very high and consistent level. When did you get into the Instagramming and have you always done the same sort of thing? Because, uh, no, well, you changed it up. I've been like, I was text posting on Tumblr and like, like mildly successfully in like 2010, 2011. Like, hmm. so like, die. And I mean, like, there's so many good posters who I, just like read and I'm and I say to myself I could probably do that but I, I it was a meme page at first I was just reposting memes um on my page and then I started to do text posts and then I was like kept missing so much so I took like a six month hiatus and then I came back and I, and I think I've been pretty consistent recently but I I don't know. It's Tumblr, really. It's like tum- Tumblr from like 10 years ago or whatever. Crazy. Yeah. I never messed with a Tumblr. Yeah, I will say your, I will say your post hit pretty well. There's a couple like text posters that I like very much enjoy. You're one of them. You like old low key based images had really great ones. Um, God, like something funny or something like that. She had like a little seal picture. Um, really enjoyed theirs. You, Nate, have great text posts. Um, big sexy boob hole girl, RE, has great text <laughs> posts on stories usually. I've taken a lot from like a couple of those people. They have like, they'll just come up with, especially like the ones that come up with like really abstract, like, um, like almost driving themselves insane i feel like to like come up with this shit i really enjoy it. yeah I, I feel like yeah schizophrenia is like really kind of forced now like that's like one thing i don't enjoy about like text posters is like people try to be the most visibly schizo person on the internet but it's just like kind of repeating all the same things that like are funny but it's like it's like it's like it it's like cool. a flash mob, you know, of people doing like <laughs> schizo posting, and yeah, but and like it, it drives me nuts because I I like literally am not convinced that my phone is not a demon. Like I like, right. I, and people are like, "Oh, I'm living in your walls," blah 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 blah. I'm like, you don't know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, whenever it gets to like the trope, the trope is the bit when with the yeah, I'm living in your walls or I hate the Antichrist is a that one's like on the level of like uh, like rage comics or whatever at this point. And it usually is. I, I think I, that I hate the Antichrist is so awesome though. I really do like that one. I it's yeah. like really corn. It's really corny <laughs> like every time, but it just like gets me. I really because yeah, I, I was working in like a post office. <laughs> That was like, oh, it, it said, let's have a good day. Know. Let's have a good day. Like an exclamation points. And like, I just like <laughs> put the, I hate the Antichrist troll. It's so funny, dude. I love it. Yeah. The two helmet guys, they have good faces on them. They do. Uh, that's something too, like, and I've, it's obviously been covered, but the whole, like, like all those little pictures when 4chan made them, like it's supposed to be ironic. Like the Chad, 
but it's so funny. Like the guy with the giant jaw is like the guys who made it. That's not what they thought was cool. But like now generationally, like it's had an impact. Whereas being a guy with a giant jaw, I noticed benefits from it, but I'm like, no, this was like, they're the little nerdy dude. They're the, the virgin or whatever. And they're making this fake thing. Like those are ones I feel like I'm kind of glad it got glossed over, but those were my favorite where the original like Virgin Chad, where it's like the guy with the stupid, like pack giant package and like the Johnny Bravo. Oh yeah. That's your vibe. They were always like the the himbo Chad is like something to like be tested on certain levels, but um, I mean, it has a lot of truth in it. I'll say I do think like a lot of the, um, like the general take off that meme is um, people get a little too lost into it in like the binary, I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably thinking too deeply in it. But um, or alpha the virgin data. dude could be just as cool if he just thought like a little less or like let loose a little less. Yeah. I guess I should say. I always read it. It's more so about like ri- being rigid versus being like open, not giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Order your jawline will only get you so far. <laughs> it's true. It's good if you fall off bicycles though, or get punched in the face. Oh, dude, I, too I think my jawline's pretty strong because I fell off a ladder a couple months ago from like twenty feet in the air. Like it was against like the wall like that, and I got like all the way to the top of it, but I didn't see that it was oh, like. Oh no! It was yeah. I didn't see that it was like you don't stand not, on the. No, I didn't see that it was not the part of the extension ladder with the little feet on it that, like, kind of oh, keep no. it in place. And I, like, just went, like, and I had, like, so much time to think about how bad it was going to hurt. But I, like, oh. but I, I, like, face planted on the ground. I wish someone saw it, dude, because I love watching people eat yeah. shit. And, like, I wish someone could have, like, been able to, like, see that because it's, like, I... <laughs> I guess because I don't weigh that much either, but I didn't like, I hit my face on the ground and didn't go unconscious or anything or like break any yeah. teeth. Yeah. I had that. Edmonton has this big bridge called the high level bridge and it has this street called white Avenue and that's where all the bars are. And I was riding my 10 speed home completely wasted and it had the like Ram, the Ram horn handlebars. And so it's a big, like st- lead painted bridge and my handlebar gets caught right on one of the girders and i fly i fly like a good 10 feet over my handlebar and i can see the ground coming and i have no helmet on and i'm like i have yeah i i have so much hang time to be like oh fuck and then (laughs) like i am i'm still a wes anderson fan and that point when the helicopter hits the ground it goes red like that's what happened it was like a red screen and then yeah. my head hit right on the – you have this vertex, like the way you can't break an egg. That hit the metal. And then I was, like, pushing off the ground and just, blam, like, purple blood is, like, flying out. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> but I'm conscious. And <laughs> I go to my own uh, ambulance. Yeah, yeah. And I called them. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure my skull is fucked up. And they're like, all right, well – tie a tie a bandana around it or whatever and then yeah i I walked out into the street and this van like had a heart attack because they just saw me like i just looked like the doom guy uh just covered in blood 
and then the ambulance was right behind them. So I was like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I love, I love and then the ambulance. Wound. Yeah. Yeah. It was these huge lesbians I remember- and they just made fun of me the whole time. I'm like, where's your <laughs> helmet? Dipshit. And- yeah. So I was, uh, like three years back on like Halloween, I was trying to learn, I like picked up BMX and I was really trying to learn how to do this. I forgot what the trick is called. Basically like kind of do a wheelie and like spin in a circle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'd been practicing for like a couple of hours in this parking lot. And these like girls pulled up to smoke and they're like, why are you just riding in circles? I was like, dude, I'm practicing tricks. <laughs> they're like, show us. And I was like, okay. And so like I did it once and I did it like pretty well. And, I, and they were like, oh, cool. And I did it again. <laughs> and my bike like flipped up in the air and I like fell. And as I fell, I realized I was like, oh, this is a really good fall. Like I'm not going to get hurt. I like landed and the bike fell on the air and like hit me really hard in the head. And I was like just suddenly pouring blood everywhere. And these girls were like, Oh my God. And these cops pulled up that had like these cops that had pulled me over like in the same parking lot two weeks prior. You're under arrest. They were they were like, What's going on here? And I was like, Well, I fucked myself up and you're the cops that gave me shit last week. They're like, We don't remember. And I was like, I do. And they're like, we're calling an ambulance. So I was like, no, because I'm not paying for one. So I was like, I was bleeding so much. Like my whole eye was like glued shut. And I drove myself to the clinic and I walked in and it didn't really hurt. It was just like a smaller head wound. I have a scar, but head wounds bleed so much. I went to the clinic and I was like, uh, I think I need stitches because I injured myself. And they thought I, apparently they thought I was like playing a Halloween prank on them or something. Trying to steal Um, (laughs) They thought I was like, that's what they, they acted so weird to me. And then eventually when they admitted me, they were like, yeah, like we thought you were like playing a prank on us because I was like just soaked in blood. And I was just like, I think I need stitches. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's why the wrestlers... I feel like, yeah, getting hurt in front of, getting really, really hurt in front of girls is, like, cooler than doing a trick. <laughs> Especially if you can, like, if you can play it off without, like, bawling or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you cry, it's probably over. You, you got, yeah, yeah, that's over. But <laughs> I was just pouring blood and smiling and then, like, giving shit to these cops in front of them. I was like, oh, I'm so in right now. Yeah. Um, the Robin Hood of Dallas. Did you ever, did you ever get really hurt in front of the chicks, Nick? Um, the only time I really hurt myself in front of people was like in a liquor store in like in like South LA, and like I was just I wasn't. I it was like in the midst of my horrible drug addictions, but like I wasn't wasn't doing drugs that day, and I. Mm. I all of a sudden this guy in line at the liquor store is like, Hey man, you need to sit down. You need to sit down. And like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's, he's like, you hit your head really hard and like, you're bleeding a lot. And I'm like, stop messing with me, bro. And like, I put my hand on the back of my head and it's just like covered in blood. And I was like, Oh shit. And then I like go sit down and, like, I was like, I'm going to just walk home. And I walked, like, 30 minutes home. And I was like, I got to go to my friend's house. So, so, like, if I die in my sleep from a concussion, they'll, like, at least right. know that I died. Because I had, like, never been to the hospital before. Yeah. And, like, 
I still I still haven't really been to the hospital. I've only been one time for like a minor heart attack, but I oh fuck. I like yeah, I, I was bleeding so much that like spinal fluid was coming out of my head. Like clear fluid. Oh. And oh. uh do you know oh, what happened? Like did you just faint or did do you think I, someone whacked you? I just you I just I just fell and then like stood right back up. I don't, mm. I don't, I don't remember it happening really, but I just, uh, apparently that's what happened. And I was falling asleep on the beach, like a homeless person, like a couple weeks later. And the guy who told me that I hit my head was jogging on the beach and like nice jogging clothes. And no he's like, he's like, Hey man, are you okay? And I was like, Oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> the for, same guy. Yeah. And I was like, thanks for being nice. man. <laughs> man that's like some David Lynch, some David Lynch shit. But I have a, yeah, that, well, there's a few stories all at once on that. My friend got spinal fluid coming out his ears and nose when my other friend tackled him because he was like blackout drunk at a meth dealer's house in Yellowknife and he was about to fight the meth dealer. So my friend tackled him, but hit him into the radiator and he had spinal fluid coming out of his nose for like a week after Damn. that. Oh, that's Which bad. Is, uh, but probably safer than fighting the uh, meth dealer that's a kids at home if you ever go up to Yellowknife, like that's the only after hours after the like bar the one bar which is called the raven and you can buy a gladiator for 28 dollars. but when that closes you can't get any other drugs except <laughs> meth up there which i didn't do but i did go to the after hours there and uh yeah i watched my friend shoot spinal fluid out his face yeah, but, meth, meth dealers and what, heroin uh, dealers are no joke. They like kill you and stuff. Mm-hmm. I almost, I've like been threatened so many times, like by meth dealers and heroin dealers. And then like, I'm always like, huh, God's probably telling me to stop doing heroin, and like, right, never, never listen. But <laughs> was heroin the that was the one of choice? No, that was just like for or fun. Just anything, but it, it was a. Smoking meth and like taking like eight bars of Xanax every day is like all I did. Oh wow! Oh man, Xanax will fuck you, dude. I'm so like bad. severely yeah. brain damaged. And I have like a heart murmur now. Yeah, it was uh, growing up in Dallas. That was like something that got like I'd say like probably over like fifty percent of like my friends at school because it's kind of like a casual thing to do at first, and then you're just like basically addicted to being like a bar tard and it i fully believe it makes you like very retarded some of my like very intelligent friends like are not on the same level because of xanax well yeah. the human brain is very impressive what it can recover from the danger with xanax you just you gotta do enough shrooms <laughs> with xanax it's like the thing that kills you so easily is like your body yeah yeah because it's like it's not even like that it's necessarily destroying your mind but the the piece of your brain that like when you like go to sleep or whatever or what it's something like this nick you might know better um but the piece that's like hey heart and lungs like keep going i i guess it's like it gets xanax like overloads it so it gets used to not having to do that so it's like when you stop it's like all of a sudden your body can just forget 
these like very crucial, yeah, very crucial I, things. Cause yeah, I went from like eight bars a day to like nothing cold Turkey mm. and like, Oh my God, I didn't know that was possible. It shouldn't be, um, by the grace of God, I'm alive. But like, I had like the seizures and shit and like, it's like, it, it severely messed me up for years like a long time and I've always never really understood why people don't get off heroin or like get on methadone or something because like getting off heroin is just like being like intensely having an intense flu for like a week or something and like you shit yourself and stuff and you can't work or anything but it's it's a lot easier than Xanax or even alcohol yeah yeah well, yeah, like Amy Winehouse just died from like withdrawal or choking on barf or something. But I've yeah, heard, but died. people can just die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was. I was just looking at her and Pete Doherty's rats the other day. Oh, look at the little rats! But yeah, I was never a huge Amy Winehouse fan, but my heart goes out to those who were. Um, yeah, kids at home it's way it's way safer to get addicted to meth or cocaine Dude, or even heroin than xanax <laughs> it, it rocks until it doesn't <laughs> and that goes for adderall too yeah the meth, and, meth and adderall are the same thing i've been <laughs> yeah. saying this it's like a classist mm-hmm. it's a classist distinction and oh totally and dexedrine right. dexedrine specifically yeah i mean if you look at the molecule it really up, sucks because i do think adderall sorry it's identical. Adderall helps like so much, but it does make me like very agitated, which is why I don't do it. Um, when I was doing it, it was just like during like really big like final exams and stuff. Um, but I have a lot of friends that like kind of can't um, concentrate. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, they can't function. I mean, I have a hard time concentrating to the point where it, like really f- annoys the fuck out of me. Um, saying it lightly. But I'm not willing to, like, consistently do Adderall for that because it's, like, very addictive. It makes me agitated, and I don't eat at all and all the other things. Yeah. I'm never an agitated person. I'm, I'm like, I'm so chill. <laughs> but um, I'll randomly get pretty, like, angry at people and, like, just, like, f- tell people to, like, fuck off if I'm doing Adderall consistently. Oh, totally. I do that regardless of what i'm on <laughs> uh <laughs> it doesn't help it doesn't help yeah i fully believe it rewires your brain um immensely a cool book for anyone who's curious check out is blitzed it's about world war ii because um, that is the most documented what happens when you fight a war on dexedrine adderall etc and it was those other those other guys the guys that lost that were doing it and they took very accurate records, which um, aren't shared that much because you hear like, um, yeah, the huge guy. It was the Nuremberg trials. This guy was painting his fingernails red every single day, wearing fur coats and jewelry and stuff. Like it just promotes like ultimate narcissism. Does make like, you gay. Matt, no, math yeah. actually does yeah. make you gay. <laughs> like amphetamines do what? make you gay. Like if you go to like la or something and just go hang out with meth heads mm-hmm. like those guys are like so gay and they're like not the type like who seem gay do you think it, well do you think it's like it makes it's you libido do you think, think it just makes you like so extreme it, it just makes you open to like newer to things or different things or anything 
because I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> like you do have to like be on drugs to like be smashing in a tent or something. <laughs> like like all, on the streets, not, <laughs> not, not, not wild camping. Smashing camping. in a tent. Camp, oh yeah, yeah. Camp, camping camping's perfectly yeah. normal. Camping but. sex is great. But if, if camping sex is just like expected. If you're in the LA on freeway, the street, in a tent, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People are people um, are wild. It, it like it blows my mind. Like because I think like my life has been hard, and then like I see almost anybody else, and I'm like, damn, like life can be so <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be fucking bleak. It's kind of easy to forget yeah. it, but it can be like. You're just born so deep, like, good luck getting And you out. can't have sunshine without the rain. Um, I had a, I worked at this greenhouse, and I had this Romanian boss. And he was fucking sick. He's a Romanian metalhead. And um, we had this other, we had this other guy from Alberta, just like me. His name was, uh, well, I won't say his name. Um, I know, well, I know you're not listening. But um, this kid, I, I thought this guy was, like, 40. I thought this guy was 40 because he talked like this. He was like, yeah, I was good at hockey. I thought I was going to make like NHL. I got like really into cocaine. So I like moved out here to like straighten up. And I was like, oh, fuck. And um, I'll call him Hector. I was like, oh, fuck Hector. Uh, that's rough. And I was like, how old are you? And he was like, I'm 21. <laughs> Dude, that same that same thing oh, happened man. to me when I was working at the grocery store, and I was and I was on drugs. Like, so like bad. one of my coworkers, I was tw- I was tw- exactly twenty one, and my coworker was mm-hmm. like, "How old are you, Nick? Like thirty five or something?" And this is like an old man who's like not playing a prank on me. He's like asking completely earnestly, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, dude! I need to I need to do something about this." <laughs> So yeah, you said fifty. Set. How old are you actually? Or you don't have to answer. I mean, this is uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you later. It's just a cool mystery, I think. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I'd peg like twenty-eight, twenty. Not far off. But. Mm. But uh, and, yeah. Anyhow, it's just a number, as they say. When you in LA, did you? Your family was was it like um. When you say the valley, I don't know. I just know like, like Beverly Hills, Bel Air, and then like Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, yeah, so that's now like LA proper Echo Park. That's yeah, LA yeah. proper Echo Park's kind of a little further east, and it's it's not even like really qualified as like East LA or anything. But you have like mm. downtown and Echo Park on like the east side and then as you move over you get like Koreatown and East Hollywood and Hollywood then like you're going down west and it's Santa Monica and whatever and Venice and whatever and a little north of that north of LA to the west is the San Fernando Valley some people think I'm talking about like the San Gabriel Valley which is east but like Mm. no no one like there's nothing in the San Gabriel Valley (laughs) Like it's like it's, it's not really. Land. It's never been what the val the valley is like from Valley Girls, you know who right do like the Valley yeah, Girl talk, boys talk like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the valley like Kim so Kardashian is it, is it, va- vibes. Yeah, but so is it like bougie? Was it a bougie hood you grew up in, or no, just like a middle? Class. So, I, I I was middle class, but I mean my 
you 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 could have you have a friend who whose parents were like millionaires, and then you could have a friend whose parents were living paycheck to paycheck. If you went to public right. school, like I mean, it's not really a it's not super segregated by mm-hmm. like wealth by class or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, wealth. So, you're did you go to public school or was it a private? No, I went to public school. I went to just regular public schools. Then I went to like the performing arts public school in high school. So me too, me too. Uh, yeah, we call it, we call it the school. fagnet school because that's where all the gay yeah, kids yeah, would yeah. go. That's that's what my brother called. He was like, "You go to fag school," and I was like, "Yeah, I do." We all so suck cock. And, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it was funny too because yeah, he went to meathead school and like just got sick of hanging out with all his friends and like mine was like a dance school it was 80 percent women uh girls at the time i suppose and they were all dancers and they all hated each other like it was it was really chill to be a guy there like because there were skaters there were like magic card school shooter nerds and there were like theater kids the theater kids were the worst um and then there were like kids who were bullied there were kids who were bullied so bad they couldn't go to other schools but there were also like crack dealers who like stabbed kids in the neck and they couldn't go to other schools cause they'd like fight gangs. So it was like this like breakfast club school <laughs> and it was actually like very <laughs> balanced. And I was like somewhere, I don't know. I was into like crust punk cause I found it on the internet. So I was like, I don't know. I could have been like a theater kid or a magic card kid or whatever, but it, hung out with the skaters more or less, uh, but was bad at it. but yeah that was like i remember that being like the most the least bullshit of any like organization i've been a part of i was like oh this is what university or whatever would be like everyone will be like chill and like accept accept the kid who like plays magic cards and like has like piss stains on his sweatpants or whatever but no that's not <laughs> i went to university and was back to like the same old hierarchies but what sent you to the uh, the actor kid school? Was it getting expelled from the other ones, or no, no, a, no nothing like that? I, I went, I went to the regular high school for my freshman year, and it just like it sucked. Like my sister went there, um, didn't really want to be around her, so like I, <laughs> I realized that I did have a lot of friends at the performing arts high schools, and I. I was I was in band and shit. I played French horn and trumpet and whatever. And um yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I was a trumpet. Oh, yeah. Were you in the jazz band or like the orchestra? Uh I was in orchestra and then I don't know why I didn't do jazz band in middle school. And then like in high school jazz band was for like the elite people that were also in like marching <laughs> band. I did marching band for a semester and I was like this is super gay. Um like the you have to be there at like five thirty in the morning. The instructor's just screaming at you. Um, when you're all like high school students that don't really care that much, you just kind of want to play music. And then they made you wear horrible outfits and like parade around. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. So I dropped it in high school. Um, but I could still probably play like a pretty decent trumpet. Yeah, there was like a oh, yeah. a couple years in high school at the performing arts high school where I was like in the select jazz combo, which is like the Ooh. the good the good jazz players. Like my friend, my I friend Tyler, that. my friend Tyler was in it, and we would just like 
literally just write our all our own songs and just jam all day it was so fun like Fuck high yeah. school rocked dude like That's i just so like fun. i got to jam all day yeah. with like my best friends and it was so cool i mean tyler like tyler's like the best drummer in california right now he's he was like Fuck like yeah. fred, fred durst got obsessed with him and like we got to like all oh, hell fred, yeah i'll go to fred durst's house and <laughs> fred durst's house yeah yo and uh <laughs> that's wild because the that's drummer sick. from limp biscuit went to grant McEwen in edmonton he was a jazz drummer there and um yeah what you said with the with the jazz kids and now because there's that there's this other podcast that had um mac demarco on so i'll just drop my pants now and say i grew up with mac demarco and um well all the guys in his band from time to time they were all like the jazz dorks in edmonton and uh oh we gordo froze he'll probably come back in but yeah like jazz yeah like especially the drummers everyone who did jazz program like came out really fucking sick dude like uh, my school gnarly bassoon yeah yeah, because of Peter and the Wolf, I was like, I want to play the the grandfather instrument. It <laughs> looked like a giant bong, and you had to you had to buy your own reeds, and the reeds cost like eighty dollars. My mom was like, "What the fuck? This, this is fucking <laughs> bullshit!" And it it tasted and smelled like absolute ass because you're just like licking it. Every yeah, you're day like nasty Dorito it. mouth all over it. Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> Always thought I always thought the reeds were mm-hmm. so gross. I was like, "Oh, woodwinds <laughs> suck because they have yeah." So nasty. I was like, and then my friend w- was on upright bass, and I was like, "I want to switch to upright bass." And they're like, "No, you're you're the only bassoon player. You're the only one dumb enough to sign up." <laughs> so, <laughs> but it taught me how to improvise because I wouldn't learn the shit. I would just uh, fucking. Fucking shred, because dude, that was I thought awesome. no one could hear me because the bong was like way up there, the mm. out, outlet. So I just go wow, 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 and um, it worked out okay. I still picked up bass and like got really nerdy into slap bass, um, all that good shit. But so yeah, did that lead to the junk, Nick? When you were you like, I want to be like Miles, baby. Yeah, I want to yeah. blow garbage out that yeah. horn. Yeah, <laughs> no, That's the, the drug addiction. <laughs> No, I, I, I started yeah, listening to just... Nico when I was like 18 years old, and I was like, this sounds cool. I want to be like oh, this. Yeah. But, yeah. Were you uh, were you living the, the line cook life, or what were you doing as, yeah, a, actually, as a young I was, man? Uh, I, was, uh, I worked in like a Greek restaurant. Um, I were, my, my first like actual job was at Baby's R Us. So I like oh shit. <laughs> so I was like pushing baby gear all all day, just selling selling Sales? car seats, just t- getting new parents to spend six hundred dollars on car seats. Wow, and was that the job? Like you had to push it on them, or you you were just the guy? Like yeah, you had to be a salesman. And like I never, I've never been a type of person who like gets oh, a job and like true. doesn't try my best. <sighs> oh really? Like, so you gave it your all. Yeah, because, like, I feel bad. They make, they like, I've, I have, like, such a slave mindset because, like, I, like, I'll get a job and they'll make me feel bad if I'm underperforming or something. So I'll go turbo hmm. mode. And, yeah. Not a bad, not a bad skill. I've definitely, 
underachieved at every job. (laughs) It was funny. My first job was a paper route and I got, it was a similar like limp biscuit time. So I would put my hair in the suicide spikes some of the time. And other times I would wear a baseball hat. Uh, Gordo dropped, but he'll be back. This happens. Um, And so one day a guy came out and I guess the me with the spikes was like, Cause yeah, sometimes I would just like throw all the papers in the garbage and then I became a mailman and did the exact same thing. Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I'm totally going to get arrested for all my mailman yeah. stories. Cause Canada has no, uh, statute of limitations or whatever, but I'll just say it's all the jail theater. in Canada is like a year sentence, right? For a family annihilation. Yeah. 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 Well, there was a guy on the Greyhound. Uh, he cut a kid's head off literally cut it all the way off on the bus didn't leave the bus yeah he was marching around talking to the head and he's out of jail now this was this was just within like five years that single act cost like it caused greyhound canada to like go bankrupt basically. oh my gosh dude like dude. and because because he was mentally unsound they let him out after like three years so like oh yeah clearly clearly you're crazy we can't hold you. Can't hold you accountable for cutting. Yeah, clearly, for cutting a young man's people. head off. Oh my god! So you should be back out. You shouldn't be in prison. That's not. But that's if not anybody else was you. on that bus, why didn't they? Because I, I, I reckon it would take a minute to cut a person's head off on a oh, bus. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's not like you have well, like this, a this... big sword with a big swing radius inside a bus. Yeah, yeah. It was like a nine yeah, eleven. It was like, like a. Like, if you were there, you would have stopped it, right? I would hope so. Yeah, I would have yeah, done sure. my diligence. Because how do you live with yourself if you don't? But I think it was very sh- someone. I'm sure, like all these murder podcasts that like middle aged women listen to, I'm sure it's gone very in depth. I think it was almost like so fast, like one of those crazy hunting knives. Which like once again, knife. that I'm yeah, yeah. I'm no lawyer, but if you're taking the bus with a knife that can garret a young man very quickly. Like that sounds premeditated. It sounds like you knew that some heads were going to roll. Um, to me, that sounds like Greyhound's fault. Yeah. If I were, if I were that guy's lawyer, I would come Mm -hmm. up from Georgia, go up to Canada. (laughs) Your honor. Yeah. I'm not a smart man. But and when I'm I barely a lawyer. <laughs> that was a uh, was that the OJ show where they had the hillbilly lawyer or somebody hired a hillbilly lawyer and it worked really well. The OJ or like show? the Southern. Are yeah, about Johnny Cochran Jr. Yeah, Johnny with Johnny Cochran. No, not Johnny. Johnny was from Chicago, if I remember right. Yeah, I know, but but that that was who OJ was. Very talented. Was. Yeah, yeah, but there was another lawyer. There was a team. There were at least two other lawyers because one of them was the guy. He's in all the trouble with uh, the whole Epstein thing. Uh, You know that old guy, the really old guy. He taught at Harvard. Uh, Anyways, we won't. won't, Someone will say it. Yeah, someone's going crazy right now. (laughs) Just shrieking. It's him, it's him. (laughs) But, uh... 
No, but yeah. I guess I get okay, like yeah, why so. nobody stopped it because when you're in that type of situation, you don't really stop to shock and awe. Yeah, yeah, you don't really understand what's happening. Like, I mean, yeah. so, something similar happened to me, like almost as fucked up, I guess. Like this woman, yeah. I was at the gas station and this woman was messing around with the gas buttons in front of me at the pump in front of me, Ooh. and I'm like, "What's going on?" And I was like rolling weed and like she finally like got gas to come out and she like lifts it above her face and like pours oh, it no. all over her body and like my like my retarded ass is like <laughs> she's taking like a gasoline shower or something and <laughs> like that's like what my yeah. mind thought of and then i saw her start to reach in her yeah. pocket and i was like oh Uh-oh. and like she's like yeah. literally like seven feet in front of me and she sparks her lighter, like, oh my god! And I like it took me like literally till she was on fire screaming to realize what was happening, and I drove my ass off um, because I didn't want to blow up at the gas station. It was a survival. Yeah, that's that is like when there's a wall of flame. There's less you can do, and also that it's next to a thing that will explode. Yeah, um, like, dude, like, she was so close to me that I could feel the heat from the fire inside my car with the windows rolled up. Jesus. And it is so crazy. Yeah. Because, yeah, I would imagine, yeah. I saw, I had something like that that ended better. Um, but still, like, those moments, like, really stay with you for sure. Um, well, obviously, if you watch someone self-immolate. But I was at the train. And I watched someone jump in front of the train as the train was coming. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember like, yeah, it feels really weird because you, you go in shock and you don't know what's happening. And then I just realized I was yelling like, no. <laughs> and this, it was this old lady and she just went bang, like fell like a good, like a belly flop onto metal tracks. So you're hurt anyways. And amazingly, like, the trains in Montreal have really good fucking brakes because it didn't run over her because that would have been completely, it stopped like feet, feet away. Oh my God. So it was very, uh, it was the best thing that could have happened. Did she like accidentally um, fall over or did she purposefully try to fall? No, track? she was, she purposely, she was expecting to get crunched. Like, uh, oh, dang. so it was good. And hopefully she got uh, the care she needed because, yeah, just a very old, like one of those like mumbling to themselves type people. But that was like, I do remember it as a time where like all cynicism, all any cynicism I was clinging on to eroded because like I was looking at this person. Well, no one's going to be like, yeah, hell yeah. Or we hope not anyways. But I don't know. I just really watched a video of like a guy trying to kill himself on the tracks in New York and like the guy oh, recording the video. Like yelling at him, yeah. As he's like, do that's the one you touch. Do it. Like stop holding yeah, up yeah. the train. And that's that's a whole like New York and Twitter thing. It's always like they're always like, Yeah, this New York, baby. We're saying kill yourself or whatever. But uh well and that yeah. was on the Jesus and Miro show, which I liked. I liked that show. I used to love but that it show. is like Hmm. it's what what you were talking about where it's like people i have been that point where like 
you're at a job where you know you get fired if you're late. And then, yeah, I would be fucking mad at um, anybody doing that because it holds up the whole tr- – where I would do that is the, those dickheads uh, climate – what's it called? Climate crisis or whatever the fuck it is. Extinction rebellion. I hate those dickheads. Um, they'll, like, stop trains. I would throw bottles at those guys because fuck the environment. I don't give a shit. And they don't, it's not not even for the environment. It's to, it's to sell. Yeah. And it's to sell Al Gore's, uh, solar panels to African countries. Like all this Greta Thunberg shit is just dog shit, but we don't have to go into that. So bad. Um, I see a picture of her and I'm like, this is like like 25. And they're like, I thought she was like 18. Well, probably. I don't know. How old is she? They treat her like she's eight years old. She is too young to like look like that. Like she looks like dog shit. <laughs> Greta. Alberta had some really fucked up uh material. Like people She's were driving around old. with like bumper stickers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well still like they're brand they're brandishing her around like she's this fucking like four year old Joan of Arc or something. It's like, no, she's just <laughs> an unpleasant gremlin. <laughs> and uh that's why that's why she's not in commercials anymore because nobody nobody sympathizes. They got to find a new a new one. She, she like has Dusty the same off. like goblin vibe as that like one girl from Hereditary. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. that monster or little Kyle girl. Rittenhouse. Someone, I think her and Kyle Rittenhouse are born on the same day or something. Really? That's uh. They should get together, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, once it falls through with his his current arm candy, isn't he like but, uh, dating like some like bimbo esque like woman? Yeah, I don't know if we. Yeah, some sorority type gal. He's just uh, yeah. I'll reiterate, he's very unlikable. I have nothing to uh, the Western Promises guys love him. And I'm like, I, I don't see it. But they're just they're well. Just they probably love him because he's funny. I mean, it's like I mean, in the Kyle same Rittenhouse, way, Elon Musk he? is funny. I mean, he's funny because oh, he's yeah, like yeah. so Un- such like a, a fag, yeah. you know? Like he like yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. He's like just like so like he always looks like he just drank like a big Gatorade, big red Gatorade, and he's like walking up to you and just like panting <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Well, I shot a guy yeah, it would be red. Yeah, because it's all it's all sticky on his lips and stuff. Yeah, like like even the whole thing when it happened, it looked like five people dropped him out of a van. Like he had like medical gloves on, and they're like, "All right, Kyle, I'm just gonna go shoot some oogles and get back in the van. It's gonna be fine." Which yeah, is that uh, video was awesome though. I do like that <laughs> video. As I say, like he's very well trained. <laughs> the trigger trigger discipline or whatever i didn't want i got the idea but um yeah are you uh are you someone who goes into those like are you interested in the different circles of the internet where there's like you know the no not at moralist all. left and the yeah, no, not not, You're not at all. I mean, I mean, that. I mean, like, yeah, no. If I like, if I start to look at like any ideology, 
I just get mm. so upset because like I because I just I or, I don't know I I just feel sad that people just focus on things that I think are so trivial and I mean I like I. I'm not one to speak. I'm not on a high horse right here, but I do mm-hmm. think that people waste their fucking lives being like dedicated to some kind of like ideology or anything. And just because I, I've like, I follow refinery 29 on Instagram. That's a crazy ass follow. Mm. If you've ever like, this, What's it's, refi- it's like, it's like the, I've heard of it. It's like vice for like dumb women or it's ran by okay. vice. And it's for like, just like, women who are like taking up space in the workplace like both like metaphorically and physically it's like girl boss girl boss ideology yeah okay yeah like it's like like i like i like jezebel for that that content which uh yeah it's basically the same thing okay it's it's a bit more so it's so bad, but I I follow I follow them because it because uh, I because I am the type to get obsessed about like obsessive about different circles on the internet, like you were just saying, and that's why I don't mm. look into them too much because like it just upsets me too much. I just try to limit my interaction with any of that. Yeah, I like um. The only people I really like are like the flat earth and the Tartarian people because they're well that's they're true more diverse than than I expected yeah 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 we, <laughs> like, we only deal in truth we only like, deal in telling the truth and yeah. that's a different I wasn't even thinking because I'm into that too and that's mm-hmm. that's true the, and it's creative look at, like they make their own things it's so and it's cool. not react they're not they're not reacting like the whole thing yeah. for me is like I don't like. I don't like reactionaries and that becomes like a flavored word that it's like, and it's true. Yeah. It's usually like the, it's, it's the stereotype is the right wing is reactionary. It's reacting, but the left is just reacting to the right. The right's reacting to the left. And it's, well, it's, it's just such a bummer to whatever someone's politics are is just to be like looking at something else and getting mad at it. Like that shouldn't be how someone defines their life like it well, should it's be not like even here's a map at, i made it's not even looking at anything else it's making things up in your head like making people up in your head that, that yeah making about. up a fake guy uh, yeah yeah it is it's like like okay i will say that like the drag queen story hour shit like that that oh, sounds that like some, whatever, that yeah. sounds like something conservatives made up and then like you look at it and you're like it's real and it's just like because i mean like conservatives yeah. make shit, shit up like well, that all the time they're like <laughs> they're they're chopping kids penises off in in english class yeah yeah penis chopping off day yeah they gotta give them what all is, the girls um, and it, it's i was raised by two people who were teachers um one for their whole career and one who got out of it um and then it was something like i went to i went to higher education and then dropped out and I will say the people I saw in education, like education for like, oh, I want to go teach grade kindergarten to 12 were the biggest idiots I knew and had ever met. Um, I had some, I had a handful of great teachers. I thought both my parents were good teachers. Like there are good teachers, 
but there's some fucking whack jobs and i know nothing about america but yeah like the the news stories that come out like the teacher that i believe all the shit that's like american teachers are underpaid they're overworked i'm like yes yes this all sounds very uh true uh, what i don't understand is the teacher that goes and reads a book with a and this is like one of those stories it's like yeah like a book with some crazy name like you can change your penis into a vagina and is reading it to their and it's like not it's not in the curriculum like you don't and this is not me like i'm in montreal it's it's like like trans people i know a lot of trans people i believe all of it uh hunter schaefer is fucking sick all that shit um but it is i just don't understand if i was at a job where i was overworked and underpaid I wouldn't go like read some crazy like child sexuality book that's not in the curriculum. Like that's just a uh, not only for my own uh, safety, but also just to like disparage <laughs> my entire. Or the same way, and Alberta had this problem. Alberta had this substitute teacher for twenty years would come and talk to kids and tell them the Holocaust never happened. It took him twenty <laughs> years to figure out this guy was doing it. I wouldn't do that either. It's like fuck. Like, I don't know why anyone wants to be a teacher, but those of you who are and, like, doing a good job, respect. But Well, I mean, it's a super important job. I don't get why job, they take these risks. Like, but I don't know. I guess, like, everybody has their own idea of what, like, the school system should be because the school system is clearly failing in both, in all of North America. Yeah. So, I mean, it does make sense that people want to go into it, but they all have a different idea and there's no kind of unified yeah. or you know like i'm a concrete thing concrete mission so everybody there's all these rogue teachers like reading books like that to kids or assigning just just whack-ass shit that doesn't have but any also, place in education the other thing too and then there's the whole like homeschool you gotta homeschool your kids and everyone i know who is homeschooled turned out fucking insane and like did like weird shit or whatever so i'm like not i've all my thoughts have not changed at all as i switch from like jaded and not jaded to jaded but i've always just been a big proponent for critical thinking i thought that's what university gets right like i do think you should read a book and then say what's fucked up about it um and i think that like having a bad education <laughs> is part of that like that encourages free thinking and I think like, like the you've main got your, thing, your Green Day album saying like it's fucked up, don't listen. So it's like as long as it has that anarchist flavor that you don't accept it. I think like oh, go the, ahead, what the main what they should do to every <clears throat> child as soon as they're in high school is tell them that they can get their GED and leave and go do something else. Mm -hmm. Like that because yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that was an option until like the last week of senior year, and I was like why am I here? I, I haven't wanted to come here for a year now. The fun ended. Yeah. Well, something my dad helped put in my dad, my dad, but, um, he was just like, not making, he had stopped being a teacher and they, cause he was a tradesman originally a sheet metal worker. And he went and worked for the government education. And he, with a few other people put forward this thing for high school, which is, and uh, the States have a similar thing. But ours was called the RAP program. I don't know what it stands for. But it was like kids in high school could get credits 
getting a head start on a trade and like a trade will make you more money than any university degree um, or anything outside of like being a computer programmer. But that's very similar to being like a trade. You, you, you probably still make more as a tradesman, but it's like balanced out. Did they make and, like PSAs for the rap program with like a wigger that was like telling you like, yo man, check this out. You can yo, go be up, an electrician. Baby? We need linemen. No, we, we had a, we had J rock on trailer park boys doing that, but yeah, it was definitely a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause America got it like way after it came out, but, Canada was hip to to that vibe. <laughs> and yeah, it was a safe space. Safe space for them. <laughs> but yeah, anybody who was... A, the, well, the thing about the trades, it's really easy to get super hard into drugs. So it's like the time and place for everything. So I mean, like a lot of... But same things. thing. I've, I'm surprised that there are so many people on drugs in the trade. Well, I guess... Yeah, not every job drug test, but most jobs I've been working lately have been like hospitals or like the University of Georgia or something, and they all drug test before you can work on their site. Right, right. Yeah, we had a uh, Coochie Bone John. He's been known as Tinder Predator on, uh, or no, Twitter Predator. No, yeah, Tinder Predator on Twitter was his handle. Uh, but yeah, he's an electrician in um, a children's hospital and somebody who had a past. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that I know there's a lot of drug tests too. Because in, in Alberta, there was, it's called Fort McMurray or whatever. You go and work on the, not the oil rigs, but the tar sands. And times like now when oil is really oh, high, you can make out. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling dinosaurs' backs out. And, do you um, believe, do you believe dinosaurs? Just, dinosaurs? Do you believe in them? <clears throat> I did an archaeology degree, which is post-dinosaur. Uh, I'm fine with the concept that they are plants, that they're tricks. Like, I'm new to Tartarian theory, so it's that, like, a young globe. But then there's also, like, biblically an old globe. I believe that dinosaurs turned into birds. I, I'm fine with that. I think that's justifiable. But I'm also fine with the concept that they're not even uh, what we think they are, that they could be something entirely different. What's your have opinion you heard of the, on dinosaurs? You, uh, I don't know. I really don't believe in a evolution, evolution. at all. Um, I think not like, like not, the monkey Especially not that, but I mean, like, obviously there's adaptation, um, mm -hmm. you know, every, every species will adapt, but it's, it's just like a very flawed theory that somehow has made it to, I think it was like promoted by like the Rothschilds or something, um, to right. get it into like <laughs> mainstream thinking, but yeah, I, I just don't understand or I guess I do understand, but I I think it's stupid that it's so widely accepted as the the way things have happened. But I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like see see like like if I like wait, start wait. re what was that? Oh, I was just. What do the Rothschilds gain though? Because the stuff I've been reading about them lately says that they're crypto Satanists exploiting Judaism. So it's like. 
Well, Jews worship Satan. What, as um, far as because it's like, what did dinosaurs have to do with Satan? I guess it's just turning away from God. Well, it, it kind of like propagates the theory that the earth is millions and millions and millions of years old and gives more kind of credibility to the statement that we haven't always, we haven't always been human and that there's no idea of like Adam and Eve or something. There's like, no so divinity. Like, yeah. No divinity yeah, of man there. Yeah. There's no, um, intelligent design it just kind of like all happened the way it happened and we, we we've ended up here and it's like yeah i don't know like if i start I, I i'm like pretty uneducated by by choice a lot but i i do read a lot mm -hmm. but i i because if if i get into like these little holes of like tartaria and antarctic ice wall and shit like i'll lose right. my mind because i'm like yeah because yeah. so, i i'm i have like slave mindset like i said so i have mm. so i'm like highly impressionable to like ideas so i try to like i try to like stick with like the thing that like has helped me has filled the most holes in life for me like in my like ways of thinking and like that's just like going to church and you know reading reading books about orthodoxy, but I mean, right. You know, Cause I'll, I'll lose my mind yeah. if I start thinking about Antarctica, like, and I will not be like the same person ever, ever again. Right. Yeah. And that is like, this is something I, I continue to say more and more. I think it's important cause I read a lot. Um, I've done a lot of drugs. I've drank a lot of alcohol and, um, those things have negatively impacted my life, but reading has also negatively impacted my life to the point where I've had relationships that ended not because I was like belligerent when drunk or high, but because I was boring um, sitting on the couch, just reading, like reading for like eight hours at a time and just going into myself. And it is like, and people are like, well, how can you like do Adderall? if you if you can read for eight hours it's not adhd it's like no it i also don't think that's real i don't think adhd is a real thing i i like the delusions of grandeur i get from uh doing adderall or whatever but without getting into rothschilds or anything because it's colored with um you know very certain factions or very invest in those kind of things but what I can talk about is the negativity of particularly Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye mindset, scientism <laughs> and Carl Sagan, all this shit, regardless of who's pushing it, which I think it could just be them, their own bloated egos, is this whole concept of insignificance they foist on people. Um, people need a system. They want a system. They crave a system. And this isn't said in some like objective structuralist thing. It is. It's like we all obsess over shit. None of us knows anything for certain. And I do some of my best work under delusion. So I don't care if something's true or not. I want a narrative that like brings my life together. And um, what I think's happened, the big Darth of this century is stripping away all of that shit to just believe like, yeah, we are like the only thing they can come up with is we are insignificant. The universe is amazing. We're like a speck of dust. We mean nothing. We are nothingness. We are the universe is so much. That's like the emptiest 
like people will get obsessed with anything. So it's like, and like, yeah, I, I like Tartaria and I like flat earth because it's generative. People are generating their own things. They're doing their own investigation. They're like holding calipers to the gradient. They're measuring like all these things that are like, it's never been pointed out before where it's like, Oh, why isn't there a photo of the ma- the earth mapped? And then they're not even, and same with all the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say that because then uh, Spotify like limits how far the episode goes. But uh, <laughs> but it is. It's like it's so annoying and stupid that everybody's taught like question when something doesn't seem right. Question it, and then when you do, you just get in trouble. Or it's like, no, that's retarded. We're not going to answer that one. Like you idiot. It's like why not? It's just as valid. Like dinosaurs well, people, are just as valid. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! Well, people like Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson, like they say that they devote they're devoted to science, but really they're devoted to certain scientific quote unquote scientific theories that aren't really because mm-hmm. science has a de- def- definite result. You know, you yeah. do you do experiments, collect data, get a result and get like yeah. a definitive thing. So I like, if it's a theory, it's, also, it's not necessarily scientific. It's a theory. It's a more of a well, philosophy the thing, than it is. Yeah. Science. The most annoying thing about them is they act like science is always right. And they're like, of course you should believe science. When 30, 70 years, if you go in a time machine to Alberta in 1955 or anywhere, they'll say, Oh, eugenics is right. Races are better than one another philosophy never fucking said that it was science that said that and that's why like there i don't think there's any difference between humans that whole racial nonsense was justified by science and that's all these all this bullshit and then science gets this thing as like well we're wrong until we're right and then it's right but now you need to listen to it because it'll never be wrong and that's what's stupid about it Tartaria is going to be right forever because I yeah. believe it and it's safe. It's Neil First of all, it, it, no one's getting mad at me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if, it's, no one's it's getting har- mad it's at completely me if I harmless. Don't it. It's completely mm-hmm. harmless. Like it doesn't. It it kind of, you know. I I mean, from listening to what you're saying, that you want kind of a sense of grandeur or you know feel the divinity that's inside man. And I think Tartaria kind of provides that and checks those boxes because they're yeah. we're like providing free energy from the little antennas or whatever and doing all, yeah. building all these, these crazy mystic, structures. Mystic buildings, yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, I think everyone should have main character syndrome. If anyone listening to this, you are special. You're better than everyone else. And no one else is going to think that except you, except maybe other people. But you you should think it about yourself is what I think everyone should think. And I think that'll get better results. Like, And people should have different belief systems that get them there. Because I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to say everything's right. Like, I'm not going to fall into wishy-washy. Well, and then it gets called Spinozism or whatever, because Spinoza was like, well, everything's God, so you can believe in everything. It's like, no, but everyone does get to decide what's real. 
I do believe in that. I don't believe there's an objective truth that'll be found out until after we're dead and then we'll find it out and then it'll be true. I don't think yeah. anyone should like, if you want to convince, if you want to evangelize, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. It's like Islam evangelizes, Christianity evangelizes Orthodox and otherwise. I have no problem with that. It's just like some people want to hear it. They want, it's like, it's the reason why Bumble doesn't work. People want to get hit on sometimes. Sometimes they want to be shown beliefs. Um, <laughs> and then sometimes it does work. So, Yeah, I don't believe a lot of what you just said because I do believe in like objective truth and stuff and whatever. But exactly. I mean, I, 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 you know, like I, be, I believe that I don't have a problem with well, you I'm thinking that, that. But I, I do, I do think that, uh, I do think that you would like, um, if you read a book about orthodoxy. orthodoxy, because orthodoxy does have, uh, that's different from other quote unquote Christian, uh, sex. Um, they have a doctrine of theosis, which theosis is man's ultimate goal and what man should be striving for is to become divine. And that's mm -hmm. what that's the ultimate goal and object and purpose of created man. I mean, when, you know, like you had Adam who was created in the image of God, we're all descendants of Adam and Eve. We're all the image of God. So we our our goal is to drop the fetters of this world and, you know, become divine. And I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking what I want to do with my life, but I'm like too attached to like earthly things, but I want to, I want to like go stay in a monastery or something for a long time. Because, oh, hell yeah. Dude, it's, it's so cool what they do. They just like work and pray and go to services all day, sleep on like yeah. beds made of rocks. Like it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I follow some, some Orthodox monk, monk posting accounts. And, uh, yeah, I do want this to be a platform for your ideals. I was just, uh, filling space there, but that's what, like, yeah, the most interesting things are things people can talk about with no, um, preempt, no, like, Oh, let me prepare my notes or whatnot. Um, and that obviously orthodoxy, Sounds like, is that something that was in your family or was it something you came to just I mean, maybe, of, maybe like a Eureka. ago, but I mean, my, most of my family's been in America for a while, a while now. Um, and it, right. just, it, it never really caught on in America. Um, we, we had them in Alberta, which maybe it was cause there were a lot of Ukrainian immigrants, but do they have, they, they have an Orthodox church where you are with like the, the cross with the diagonal yeah they, they have they have tons of them i mean in athens mm -hmm. there's a greek orthodox church that i don't really like to go to um just because like when i first when i first moved to athens after going to a different one i the the someone someone some major figure in the church was telling me to get v-a-x-x-e-d and mm. strongly encouraging me to do that, trying not to get you a marked right here. So I'm yeah, spelling yeah, yeah. it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, 
Which, for the record, yeah, I thought that was really fucked up, the mandatory element of it. I really didn't like it. And if it wasn't mandatory, I wouldn't have gotten it. I did get it, but... Uh, well, you, you're, you're in a know. place where you had to, right? I mean, you didn't... I mean, yeah, either, yeah. either that I or have, like, a standoff with the government. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, like, go into stores without having it, so... So do they have, like, a bouncer? Okay. Uh, did they have a bouncer at, like, every door of a store? You had a... Yeah, you had an app that you had to check. Um, you couldn't you couldn't cross the border or anything like that. Oh, that's and it so was crazy! Like, um, yeah, and all these people were freaking out, like by not getting it, you're killing people. It's like no, and every old person I knew, every old person I knew, with the whole thing that we're not naming, so it's fine. Was like, I don't care. I'm going to die soon, anyways. Like what I saw was a lot of young people who were such cowards. They were afraid of dying, and they weren't even living real lives. They were so terrified of getting this thing that was like, all right, one hundred thousand people has a bad time. It's the exact same statistics as people who get the VA. Uh, you know, like it's it was just cowardice was all I saw. Just lack of a uh, lack of interest in like why do you even why do you even care? Why do you even care if you're not going <laughs> to? Well, I think it was oh, well. fear, fear of death and, you know, just like not feeling like anybody was in control other than the government, like that there's mm-hmm. nothing like there's no controlling force in the, in the world other than your local, local or state government. And it's that yeah. paired with also fear. So fear of dying and fear of being outed as a, bad guy is a bad person yeah yeah, yeah. I, hate, pe- I hate punk rockers and crust punks now because it's like oh i thought we had all these songs about how pfizer was bad and now it's like no i need it's so funny that mandatory- that's like yeah like that's like the thing of now like it's like counterculture now like counterculture yeah. now and like i mean and that's like when i started to like look into orthodox yeah. What was that? I said, how yep. does someone have like a jailhouse stick and poke anarchy tattoo? And then they get a Pfizer government ordained injection and like post about it. Like that's the most know, embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Fucking losers. They're losers. But yeah. I mean, that that was like what would, what appealed to me about orthodoxy after the V-I-R-U-S was because <laughs> it was, it was one of like the last bastions of, things not giving into the mandates and government you know overreach about it and it it yeah i mean it it's hard because there are a lot of churches that did give into it i mean there's the church like i just tried to or that i just told you that i tried to go to in athens and they were kind of pushing it but you know there's i think there's at least there's like 10 in Atlanta, which is like an hour away. Then there's like yeah. 10, 10, like an hour outside of Atlanta. And then there's like a bunch, there's a bunch, dude. They're, they're everywhere. You just like, it's, they're not, pro- they're not like super yeah. prominent and they're not like, cause it's not like a huge, um, it's not a huge thing. I understand but like, it. Yeah. I understand it because like, I fully believe <laughs> I make jokes that it's not, but I, I believe it's real and that it kills old people way more than young people. And I also believe that more old people go to churches, but 
Um, so I won't get into any of any of all that. Um, I think it's harmless to people under the age of 70. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I'm not a medical doctor. Uh, the thing, wait, where was I going with that? Now that I'm being all inflammatory. Um, so yeah, I see why churches in particular were like, the thing that was annoying was the people foisting to go get it were like, it's going to limit the contagiousness of it. And that's complete bullshit. I got, I did not get the V I R U S until after I had the vaccine. And then it's like, Oh yeah. Well, because you had it, it's not severe. It's like, no, you fucking idiots. Cause it was, it's the exact same stats on the website. Anyone can go look. One in a hundred thousand, it's going to be severe. And there's no proof of that. And it did nothing to like stop it from spread. People who had it. Well, it's coming out now that that it's completely, it did nothing to prevent transmission of anything. And And 10 10 years from now, yeah, everyone will, this will be, it'll be like 9-11. Everyone will be like, I knew it was bullshit, but they didn't. They didn't. No, you're right. It will be exactly like 9-11. Where's Gordo, dude? Is he okay? <laughs> I hope so. Let's <laughs> check him on the old... Uh, I'm sure... I'm, let's see if he has a message. We could get back to riffing. Uh, yeah, we're getting down a bad path right now. Yeah. What's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, okay, so his charger's fucked, but we're still keeping it. We could always slice it down, but no, I think, I think it's all fine. Um, yes, yeah, so <laughs> we're on the, we're on the same page with that. But, um, so how did you get into low, low voltage uh, security? Systems? I mean, I did, I did like lighting for a what while. The, uh, um, it's kind of like regular electrical work and wasn't really making any money doing that. And then, uh, then I went, do you know what a truss is? Like for houses, a truss, truss. Is that like in a, uh, Georgia? Do you know what a truss oh, is? Like trussing? kind of like the foundation, like it's like pre-cut and built parts of houses. And then you like, then you kind okay. of assemble it and frame the house and whatever. Assemble, um, okay. Well, they have plants that build like thousands of them every right. day, and uh, so like I, I worked at one those. Yeah, yeah, right. I worked at one for like for, uh, uh, housing developments for a couple years, just like just no, just cutting wood. Uh, they were wooden trusses. Was that welding or that so was just? just cutting wood and swinging hammers and then uh i mean i then i then i became like manager of the whole plant and wasn't and was just like in charge of all these guys and really just kind of like it's funny i look at the steps my uh on my iphone you it like tracks your steps and stuff throughout the years and uh i like Mm -hmm. look at my steps from before i was manager and after i was manager and before I was doing like 25,000 steps every single day. And then when I became manager, I was like getting like 500 steps because I was at the computer <laughs> all day. It was like, 
it was my, it was mind numbing and it was <laughs> like I I could have been making yeah, so yeah, much yeah. more money, but like they were they were not trying to give me a raise, so I left. And uh, then I went to a different trust plant, and they gave they paid me the same as the other trust plant, but with like way less responsibility. But I was working from like I was like waking up at like three a.m. to get to work. And then work till like 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. And then uh, it it was just like, I I was. Oh, fuck. Was that like shift? We we did. We did. It was four. It was four days. And then sometimes we worked on Fridays and then we always had like weekends off. But it sucked, dude. It destroyed. It destroyed my life. It destroyed my relationship. Like I was like, I was living with my girlfriend at the time, my ex-girlfriend at the time. And I just, and she won't get into it, but mm-hmm. she, she didn't drive. So I would have to come home after all day and like run errands. And it was just not fun at all. Like it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm doing, then I uh, just replied to a job on Indeed and um, some old guy called me and I met with him. And he's my boss now. And he just he takes care of me. I mean, we we didn't work for three weeks, like in October, and he paid me for a full week's worth of work, like every single week. And he pays me for all the gas that I use, and we'll always get paid for forty hours, um, even if we work like ten hours, like every week. So. Yeah, so I like found a good job with like good people, or at least the boss is a good guy. Um, is so. it his? So it's his company. He started it up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was. Um, because my dad, yeah, my dad was like a teacher, and then he was a bureaucrat, um, and that he worked for the trades, like education, uh, for his whole career, and then he retired. Uh, and then after he retired, he was bored. So he became a house inspector and did really well at it and like made more, made more money <laughs> Make doing a less ton of money. The, yeah. Dude, the, those guys show up for like racket. an hour an hour, and then like, yeah, yeah. and then like bucks. just make a bunch of money. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I always, I always beef with house inspectors and fire marshals and shit. <laughs> like it's they're like they're like my natural enemy, because I'll be at the site and the fire marshals telling me all this bullshit, and I'm like, Dude, you approve these plans, you approve these plans, and we did it exactly what what the plan said, and now we have to go back, and there are people living here now, and they don't want us in their house. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah no the, some of the like that's certain like my dad was as a house inspector was just someone who's like here's what's wrong with it do you want he wasn't like he wasn't playing buddy buddy with a realtor or whatever like there are just so many people who are yeah retards like it's people like power trips and i don't if you're ever i don't know i've been in charge of people like i've been a leader of people and i don't get off on that I think it's really stupid. Like as soon as you try and like discipline someone, it doesn't work. They're not a child. Um, you just expect everyone to be mature. And when they're not, it's unfortunate, but there's no reason to be like, 
same as like if a guy quits and then you watch a boss be a dick to him and it's like well no you it's already over it's like but people are so yeah it's so yeah anytime somebody's barking or whatever it's just stupid not to not to bring it into a pun or whatnot but with uh yeah yeah fire marshals i imagine fire marshals i don't imagine they're uh firefighters because those guys are chill oh that's cool i think they used to be firefighters. i mean a lot of fire marshals are like really dude it was so funny Uh, there's this one fire marshal who is literally like the most chinese guy i've ever met in my life like, like, like literally just like he's Chinese. He just came from China. Like it's Hell like, yeah. and he like barely, he barely spoke English. And I was like, I was just thinking like, no offense, but no offense dude, but like, how, how are you like the fire marshal of the city? Like, that fucking rule. We well, yeah, probably he, ran Shanghai. Like it was the Navy, but he, he, he was just like, cool too. Yeah. No, I literally, my godfather was, um, I'll say that. Well, I had two godfathers. One was like a Newfoundlander boiler maker. And the other was a member of the Chinese government. The one that's in charge now, he was one of their fuck up sons. And, um, he was called uncle Yin to my twin brother. And I, he lived in my dad's basement and his job was to take, uh, Chinese communist party dignitaries to the strip club, which he did. (laughs) And, uh, And uh, I remember we were 10 years old and we would play Doom all day. And he would come at 2 p.m. in his pajamas and scream at us in broken English, how come you no work? And we'd say, (laughs) Uncle Yin, we're 10 years old. And he'd be like, ha, in my country, (laughs) you'd be working. And he gave us like, he gave us this sick like Chairman Mao lighter and shit, which, uh, Uh, I gave to my ex. She was super hyped, and then uh, she lost it at customs. Some this like <laughs> this customs agent was clearly mad at communism, confiscated oh, it, and didn't give it back. Oh yeah, but, America uh, and oh Canada in this case. Yeah, they call I call it America. <laughs> yeah, America Junior. Yeah, I call it little bro. We're, yeah, we're bigger, but size doesn't matter. But that's the whole, and it. I don't get why Canadians are environmentalists and shit like global warming ugh. and not even like, so Oh, it's cold here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Not, but even like, it's fine. Like that's a great old man joke. It's just coming back like global warming. Why not? Why not? Huh? Like it's fucking cold up here. That's also all these like, Oh, the glaciers are melting. It's like Las Vegas and California needs fresh water. And the glaciers have it. Well, they don't need too much. Or they'll be underwater. Maybe not Las Vegas, but probably not Las Vegas. But yeah, but that's yeah, the speaking last of Chinese thing people. I'll care about. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's dig into it. It's not about Chinese people. My dad. My dad's a pastor. Your dad's and, Chinese. Uh, not, he's not Chinese, but he he was a pastor at a Chinese church to oh, yeah. like the English speaking. Chinese people and it was like a Cantonese a church so I don't know if you know the difference between people who speak Cantonese and people who speak Mandarin this is I like do, the Cantonese are like rednecks right they're I've like had it explained to me both ways I've had people explain to me that the Cantonese are like the Rothschilds 
and also vice versa. This was a guy, actually, I worked with a guy from Wuhan two years before this whole thing. And um, he was very anti-Cantonese in a way that made me uncomfortable. And he said he was like a descendant of the emperor and he lived in a cave or some bullshit. I don't know. But a strange guy. He would also, he would take sewing needles and dip them in alcohol and pierce his face with them all day. And then he uh, Like acupuncture? I don't know what it was. But he would poke needles into his face. Well, the Chinese are like all about. Pro- I, I like. I Might have been like, uh, uh, acu- I don't think it was acupuncture though. It's like some type of pressure point thing because there's like a bunch of shit in your face. I think that if you like pierce it, it like frees up your like breathing passages and shit. Uh, oh. Like that. That that's just really crazy. I mean, I don't know if you ever had acupuncture before, but it works. It's so weird. No, I was afraid of needles, but I should try it. Uh, And that's not why I took the stance I did. But I've been really into Nordic spas. I like going to those. Um, Yeah, what's a Nordic spa entail? It's like a banya. You know a banya? The Russian spa? Oh, okay. It's like a bathhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you do like hot... And then you do cold and then you do like the Wim Hof shit or whatever. But I find oh, yeah. it's very, very good for mood and also skin. Cause yeah, I continue to have acne or whatnot. And it's like clears it out because there's like exertion sweat and then there's heat sweat and that's like mm-hmm. more cleansing, but it's just very relaxing. They play like the new age music and you just sit yeah. in a hot room and then you get in a very cold pool, and then you go in the hot room again. You feel great. You get pins and needles. Yeah, there's a Korean spa by me that uh, they, like, dress you up in orange like you're in jail. And, oh, hell yeah. And then there's, like, ten different saunas in there, and you just go no in different saunas made of different crystals and stuff, and then go to, like, a charcoal ice room or whatever there's a lot of cool shit there i mean it's wow it's always a good time i always really enjoy it i i need to get back there but um yeah i freak out about my skin because i look at it really closely and just like start squeezing my pores <laughs> and like i'm like i'm like too old to have acne but i like because i yeah. look at other older people and i don't but then it's like you rec you don't recognize acne on other people but you always recognize it on yourself yeah, no, only girlfriends can see it. I just wait, and then girlfriends tell me that it's like, oh, you're yeah, I'm saving all my pimples for uh, my wife. Yeah, I don't, I don't pop any. I, I keep, I keep, I keep them all so she can pop them. It scars less, yeah, and it is. They love it. All girls love popping pimples. They act like they don't, but they do. But they don't, who the who acts like they don't? Uh, I don't know. Prudes. Oh man, there's yeah, <clears throat> Oh man, what you burn in the souffle? No, I just uh, I don't know why I said that. It's just like a force of habit. Now, now that I'm like blue collar, <laughs> I like pretend to be tired all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of driving. Uh, there, all... Right. So you saw when you were when you managed the trusses, you saw that as like your white collar period yeah i was white collar for I, I was still like i was still doing a lot of shit and staying from 
I and when I became manager, I would try to beat my boss there on days that he came. So mm. I would show up at like four thirty. I only lived like twenty minutes away, so I would like roll out of bed and show up at like four thirty and start like fucking around on the computer. Um, Hell yeah! Start, start doing like Excel spreadsheets and shit. Oh, and, I hate uh, spreadsheets. I hate them too. And then what sucked is because it was like a newer plant and the the equipment they have for building stuff now is so insane because it's all brand new. Warren Buffett's a huge investor in this company called MyTech <laughs> who makes all the who makes all the equipment and um Oh, that's a hot tip. They just have a they just have all these like program it's all going to go to shit though. Like it's not like mm. I I don't see it like lasting for more than a couple years because the shit always breaks, and it's huh. it's really it's really just like automating jobs that could be other people's uh, jobs, but you're literally paying more money for the equipment than to manufacture to, like, it, right right to manufacture it and to install it and to maintain it. Like there's so much like like sometimes the plant would just go down for days because of one little thing wrong with the computer system because it's all on computers. So yeah. you need, so I, I would, but even on the days where like the plant was down, I would still have to be there for 12 hours on the phone with like some guy named like, like Jerry, like wow. in California explaining to me like the buttons I should press. And I'm like, dude, I'm like yeah. a retard. I'm not college educated. <laughs> I barely have a computer. You need to, you need to phone into my computer right now and start clicking around because I do not know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share the screen. You can do it. Um, <clears throat> did, so did Warren buy the plant that ran the software or Warren bought the software? I I know because the company the company makes the software and the equipment, so mm-hmm. I know that uh, I know that he's invested heavily in the company because it's like a because if it did work as it was supposed to and it was going to continue working, I mean, it could very well be that everything's fucking automated and no there's no like industry for people to work in other than to maintain the machine um Mm. but it's i I don't see it like it's not it's not there yet it's not it's not at the point where you can actually like make shit work like they're like running out of places to build yeah i don't know i wasn't sure it's all Oh, sorry. I was going to work for this company that uh, is different, but it was a drilling and blasting company that just had like giant oh. drills that would drill into mountains and and just explode Shoot shit. Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I but I got this I'll job I have now. Cause, yeah, because they took like a month to process my background check. Stupid. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, all the all the coding jobs have background checks. By this company, Mints, which M I N T Z, and it's like they every time they do one, they have you enter the data in again, like fresh. And I'm like, fuck! I know they're doing this just to like catch me, like lying, like because it'll ask you like oh, where yeah. you lived for the last 
the last five years. And I'm like, I don't fucking care to answer this truthfully. But then it's like, shit, how did I lie last time? Did I live at this house for four years and this one for one year? Like, and it's just like whatever addresses I remember. So it's like, boo, boo, boo. And then, yeah, that's all going to be some nightmare that Warren Buffett buys someday. Um, And his whole pitch was like, I only buy companies I can understand like Coca-Cola and Disney. And it's like, you were an asset stripper. You used to buy factories, close them down, and rip the copper out of the wall. You dirty son of a bitch. But that's its own thing. Dude, <laughs> just thinking about Warren Buffett's name, because like, I only know that because my boss at the time was like, you know, Jamie Buffett's Buffett. really invested into all of this. <laughs> and I'm like, Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. Warren Buffett? And he's like, yeah, dude, my boss was awesome. Like he had he had no Jimmy teeth rules, in his yeah. he had no teeth in his mouth. He like <laughs> was was like severely like traumatized from the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. Oh, fuck. and like wow. so he was like always like on the edge, and he went through like Snap. he went through like four tins of dip every single day, just Hell like yeah. li- literally like all, basically e- eating the shit. No, yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was like what's the other one? Some I don't know, some nasty bullshit. I don't know, but um, right. And he he was like on steroids, and he was always trying to get me to take steroids because yeah. like he was like I used to, I used to be built just like you until I started taking steroids. And uh, is he like, jacked or is he like a fat guy? No, he's jacked. He's fucking scary, dude. Okay. Like he he's like a he's like real deal like hero type vibes, you know? Like hell yeah, like. He's like, thank you for he's great. Yeah, exactly. He's he's insane. There was one time he was trying to get me to do like some anabolic steroid, and he's like, he was like, Nick, I'll order you some when I get some from my guy in Texas. Uh, whenever, like, it's this thing that they give to give to little kids with cancer, but when humans take it, they become huge. <laughs> right, like HGH or whatever. About, I had a guy, just like the the. The dichotomy of like kids with cancer versus humans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he was so was stupid. Doing... He said like the perfect things all the time. Yeah, I was doing sales with a guy. He was like from St. Lucia and he was huge, like a fucking big black Adonis. And I, he was like, Nate, you should do steroids. I was like, I don't even work out, Hollis. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, what do you think would happen if I just took him and didn't do anything? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and he hated he hated Rastafarians. He was like, my fucking brother's a Rastafarian. He's not even Jamaican. He's just a lazy bum. He just smokes weed. I fucking hate him. That was That's a specific uh, thing to hate. Hollis was cool. Yeah, yeah. His name was Hollis. But he... Hollis, like Hollis, Hollis Brown. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was cool. He got caught with half a million dollars worth of weed, but like, uh, <laughs> and he always was in a great mood. And he came and he had all his like people like cutting it. This was before, now it's legal in Canada. He's like, guess what, everyone? We're going to jail. And he was like, he was such a good telemarketer in prison. They let him out early <laughs> and he like drove a Beamer and shit. So he knew every, I trusted everything he said besides telling me to do steroids. But I think the only reason they tell us to do steroids is because it feels so good. They just like want to share 
that feeling with people. I'm sure they're just spreading a gospel. Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, but if, then, it, if it um, changes your life for the better, you want other people to experience it. Exactly. Um, with dating and orthodoxy, do you find that hard? Uh, yeah, 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 super hard. Because, I mean, I, I'm used to dating, like, severely, like, mentally ill, like, socialite type women. And, like, that's not, like cohesive at all to orthodoxy so like i i'm right 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 now i'm like out of a relationship of three years mm -hmm. got out of it I'll in like august yeah but um i'm i'm trying to just enjoy my alone time because now i'm like living alone for once and not having to spend money at all and just you know work on work on my own salvation and brain and whatever else um right you know just not, not the, a lot of distraction for the listeners at home you had a pooch is the pooch a new addition or dog's always been in the picture no i had i've had her since she was a baby um i oh, found wow. her when she was a uh, when she could fit in my hand when i was living in texas um, oh wow and it was like, I was, that was right when I like stopped hanging out with anybody. I wasn't working because of the thing. And so I mm. was just, you know, at home all the time, just drinking like two 24 packs of Tecate, like, a, like, an, like each day <laughs> and like, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. drinking so I, I had much. A similar then, routine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just, then I got the, the dog and she was. Like she was such a bad puppy that there was there was times where I was seriously considering uh taking her to the shelter. She was horrible. Like mm. she was such because I was living in like a like ripping shit up. Like, yeah, ripping, ripping stuff shit up, up bi biting all the time. Like she's a she's a Belgian Malinois, so she's like wow. super high energy and just like a super uh you know like just bite Menace. the shit out of you. The last, the last, <laughs> the last, the last, not a, like not probably, a soft mouth breathe. Probably like the only time I've cried from something being painful in the past, like <laughs> 10 years was when I was sleeping and she goes up and like bites my ear as hard as she can, oh. like as I'm sleeping. And I'm just like, it, it hurts so bad. But uh, I mean, I'm, yeah. She's the light of my my life, and I love her so much. I love, I I has often it, like. Has it improved her demeanor or her behavior? Oh yeah, she's awesome now. I mean, she she's been just uh chilling downstairs most of the time I've been on this call, but now oh, I brought her yeah. up here, and she's a uh, just chewing <laughs> on a toy on the bed. But yeah, um, yeah was it just like friend. a juvenile? I, phase or whatnot grew out of it or did you find a secret yeah, yeah it's, a, it's just a puppy phase uh i definitely didn't mm -hmm. find a secret i fucking I'm so i was horrible <laughs> at training her um yeah just because I, I don't i don't have the patience or the wherewithal or the knowledge to do something like that to like actually like train a dog to be good but you know like i i mean if i if i'm not at work i'm just taking her for walks and it's it's a, it's a good routine and i finally got my desk back i'm i'm ready to start a 
start reading again. I got some books. Hell yeah. What are you going to read? Uh, I've been reading Father Seraphim Rose. I read his book on the soul after death. And I'm going to read, uh, or I'm in the middle of reading Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. And basically, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future is like a truly prophetic book because he totally predicts how the world is basically falling into like a spiritual cafeteria mindset where you get all these different religions in one. Like, so there's one world, one globalist religion. And it's... Right like uh, he's like totally like it's from the 80s and he totally predicted all the new and i guess it was becoming popular then but he totally predicted how new age buddhist Mm. hindu shit was going to become like super popular and that's what people are going to gravitate to because uh you know people it's often judge things based on their own experiences and their own like what makes them feel good so people have a mindset of like a really hedonistic mindset of it makes me feel good. It's right. So I'm going to yeah, yeah. do this and practice this, but he's a, he's a yeah. real good author. Um, his, his book, the soul after death that I read is really interesting. You would probably think it's really interesting, even if you're not yeah, interested yeah. in the religion me, yeah. at all, but it's a, it's a sick book. It's kind of scary, but it's, no, it's I'm about deeply... just, deeply interested in religion i almost converted to islam a few years ago which is a funny that'd story. be so sick <laughs> Talk about <You> like- <laughs> <laughs> and i've uh there's this guitar guy he's really cool he's converted to islam. dude i but see yeah, that no. guy's vi- i saw that guy's videos he he shreds yeah. yeah i asked him about this one guitar he showed it out a luthier I'll, I'll plug the luthier in a future episode because it's a really cool instrument and yeah he was some metal guy who converted to islam and the whole thing was like I was like, oh, I want to, but it would be so hard not to drink. But it was like, if I had converted to Islam back then, then my life would be simpler. But uh, Muslim people have warned me, Muslim women, that was a, that was part of the problem, the whole impetus. Uh, we're like, you got to be sure, because it's like apostasy in Islam is like super serious. Like you can't. Oh, they can kill you and justify it in quit. their religion. They're yeah, like, yeah. if you, if well, you apostatize, you can like, like they're allowed to kill you. Yeah. And like, be and like, they'd probably, I assume they probably morally fine, but it's still, yeah, they, would, they wouldn't, but they, but yeah, it'd be scary. Yeah. Yeah. And even that, it, would, it more the disappointment, like, I don't know if I have the, what you described with like making my jobs happy or whatever but i hate like you know telling people i'll do something and they're not doing it or whatever which is like and there's like this could sound bad or whatever but it's like i like all the muslim women i meet but the muslim men i find very annoying uh they're always like know-it-alls which can't really back it up kind of thing Uh, they're more like bluffers like but the people but it is a cultural thing which i didn't know was true until the like the the women in Islam are really the ones who like know all the crazy, the way a rabbi would or a, a priest or whatnot. It's like the men are just like, oh yeah, the chicks will do it. Like talking to, um, and it's nothing. It's like every it gets this rap of like being super patriarchal, but there's more than uh, meets the eye. But yeah, I have yet to look into orthodoxy, so I think I will, and I'm encouraging all the folks at home 
to check out Orthodoxy too because this will probably be yeah, our most like definitely if there's like a church, episode. a Russian, a Russian or the OCA church or Serbian or Romanian. I don't really. I would be weary of the Greek church, but um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, just because it's kind of being um, what's the word co-opted by you know, intelligence agencies and being infiltrated oh, really? by, by, uh, you know, high ranking, uh, I don't know what to call them elites. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't so know. Kinda, or I orthodoxy whole but... thing is kind of a stand alone and against it. And I mean, like, obviously you're yeah. going to have churches that fall into, like the Russian church fell under communism, the Romanian right. church fell under communism. So you're gonna have you're gonna have that. But um, I'd say currently, like the best options for Orthodoxy are Russian or um, the Orthodox Church in America, Serbian, mm. Romanian. You know, there's a lot of lot of lot of good places. I mean, there's good Greek churches too. But it's just you're more likely to get some like wishy washy answers at a greek church mm. yeah i don't mean to put you on the spot but is it like is it like the papacy is there one point of truth or is there how does the orthodoxy like hierarchy go in that sense is there one no like, and that uh, no not it's not it's there's not there's not a papacy obviously there are mm-hmm. there, there it is hierarchical so there are authorities but there's not one guy who's determining all the um, doctrines and canons of the church and which way the church is going. Um, so like I could, I could disagree with my Bishop. Um, I could, I could, I could disagree with something my Bishop does, but still be fully Orthodox while in the Roman Catholics. If you mm. disagree with the Pope, I mean, there, there's a bunch of different, like, you can get and, like set, set and set of a contest who like, don't believe in the, pope or like think that it's the anti pope or whatever but Mm -hmm. i mean if you look at all the canons of the church it says that the pope will never be or will will always be the you know like heir of peter and the the point and it will always be that and the pope is infallible in their in their system but i mean there's no there's no sense of infallibility among our leaders in Mm. orthodoxy so it's not like it's not like what one church is doing is going to make or break the entire faith. But, you know, like with all the stuff that the point of truth in the Catholic church is approving, like you either have to go with it or disagree with it, but stay. Or like, if Mm -hmm. you don't do it, you're not, you're not Catholic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like excommunicated. Yeah. Catholicism. I mean, just speaking, in an inflammatory sense but it's like i i appreciate the earthly works like i find the cat the stuff the catholic church has done musically and visually very beautiful obviously all this like you know there's there's enough space being spent on the negative side so i won't go into all that I'll talk about what they get right like i like the benedictine monks and benedict pope benedict seemed like he did some like gnarly shit but those songs are very beautiful and um and the the cathedrals and whatnot and the orthodoxy too has very amazing music 
which I love. Um, it's a great way to hook me is having a, a good music program. Uh, Not that, saying that, that cynically, that's... even if it sounds cynical, it's, it's beautiful to me. It makes me feel good. No, it's, I mean, it's completely thing. reasonable. I mean, like in the Orthodox church, it engages with all five of the senses. And that's yeah. why, like, cause you have like the iconography, like even if you're not into becoming Orthodox or whatever, if you just are doing it strictly from like an artist perspective or someone who likes to look at cool <laughs> stuff, like you, you go into an Orthodox church and I, I haven't been in an Orthodox church that hasn't been like, beautiful i mean it's it's yeah. so nice because you're just you just have all these nice icons on the walls and then you smell the incense and then you like can touch everything when you venerate the icons and stuff and i don't know it's a it's a it's a it's a really it's a it's a huge culture shock coming from somebody who comes from a protestant background you know mm. I was I was raised in the most like dull puritanical church in California, and um, right. Did you go every week just, to that with the family? Yeah, I had to. I mean, I, I went mm. to church every Sunday, or I went to yeah, I went to church every Sunday until I was a uh, like eight until I didn't until I didn't have to go anymore, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, and so. It just um, headphones are dying. I don't know what's. Oh, are you low? No, I'm gonna do the. I don't know how they have one headphone die before the other, and then yeah, you yeah. can like switch it. I don't know. So I know yeah. that shit is giving me like brain damage and cancer. <laughs> Like I'm just so glad to not have the wire anymore. The wire was annoying. I don't care if I lose like five years. Dude, okay. That, that, that's what pissed me off about people online. They're like, the wired headphones are so aesthetic and the AirPods are like godless, stupid, like, like no. poor aesthetic. Look like, an and like wires. Look like a fool. Yeah, you look like Steve Urkel with some wires on. Or like an FBI guy. <laughs> I always get them caught like, on like, talking the door the handle too. Oh yeah, yeah, and like yeah, people are like, oh, they're so expensive. But and I know it's already been a line, but like I'd break headphones. Yeah, just breaking the wires at least five times as often as I lose an AirPod. Like I've lost one AirPod. It cost me eighty bucks or whatnot, Canadian. It's probably like sixty bucks in real money. But oh yeah, the freedom of mobility is so worth it. Like. Dude, as far as that, all the I, things to have, I hate, I hate like, I hate technology, and I'm very like wary of it. But it is super convenient. Mm-hmm. And my dog, my dog did eat my AirPods one time. Oh hell yeah! Like busted like, it open, uh, then ate them individually. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and it it made me so mad. And that that's when she learns the term bad girl and so now she's like mm. she has ptsd from being called a bad girl because <laughs> i just like locked her in a cage and pointed at her calling her a bad girl over and over again mm. but yeah she, my mom she knows better now raised a legacy of bad dogs and the reason why she wouldn't discipline them was she read an 
an article or something that said they don't know what they did once they did it, so you shouldn't punish them. And it just made them into monsters. <laughs> like, That's not true. That's just yeah, not yeah. true. My yeah. dog knows it's exactly same... when she does something bad. Yeah, it's like raising kids. Now they're t- it's like no, no, don't do microaggressions to your kids. Like, and then they teach the kids like all these bad. Like, you're making me feel. You're making me feel unsafe right I now. feel bad when you do. <laughs> Bang! Dude, I, I, was, I was on, like, the most, like, fucking, like, the gayest family in the world, like, when I was flying. <clears throat> I went to Greece this summer, and I um, I was, I stopped in Berlin um, and flew from, like, Berlin to Iceland or something. But, like, from Berlin to I- Iceland, <clears throat> there were like these these american kids and they were just like screaming every thought that they were having they were super smart kids <laughs> and like just like obviously super bright but it oh but yeah I'm they like, would learn how to I'm exploit like, it yeah i'm like dude like your your parent I, i'm not mad at you i'm mad at your parents because they're sitting right there and they're not stopping you from screaming on this flight yeah i haven't i haven't slept and 32 hours and i'm so yeah. like and i was hoping to sleep on here but you're screaming about like different dinosaurs in your book and like they're learning italian and german and all this they speak like three different languages and they're like five years old but i'm like this yeah. is not the place this is not the place that, i do not care like those parents are creating crack addicts like those kids will just become crack like they'll just seek dude, validation my best friend from high school had parents like that, like mm-hmm. super like atheist New Age baby parents. Genius. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like he went to college for uh chemical engineering and shit and got a degree yeah. and now he fucking is a crackhead. He smokes he smokes crack and makes crack. Yeah. And like yeah, it's like he he doesn't have, get the no one told you no. Is, yeah, yeah. He didn't get the helicopter parent praise in the real world. Like parents are not your friends they're dicks they should be dicks and they should tell you when you're a little asshole and that's the only way <laughs> and it's like it doesn't mean you won't agree. be an asshole but yeah it's like i mean my parents were like not where my parents were pretty like weird for a while they were like weird like halloween and satanic type christians for a while and right. uh now they're like mellowed out my dad's like uh libertarian on like reddit and like telegram channels and like oh, wow. he like and like i have a super good relationship with them now my parents are awesome i mean i go i i live an hour away from them and i go see them all the time but i just feel bad for people who don't have like who who never like developed learned how to develop like a healthy relationship with boundaries with their parents like yeah Well, there's the whole, there's that book, The Body Keeps the Score. Um, My only problem with it is this whole concept that regardless of how you're raised, like people can have bad parents, like alcoholic parents or uh, neglectful parents or whatever. But, and then I'm just some asshole, but it's like, I don't think it does anyone any good to just sit there resenting your parents the same way it is like resent, you know, some ex or some sibling or some uncle or like anyone, anything in the past is in the past. And it's like with family, the sooner you learn how to like 
It's like, oh, well, every time I go see my family, we get in a big fight. And it's like, well, learn how to like shut your mouth. And even when they're just trying to push every button, don't do it. Like, don't don't allow it to happen. Like, how do you like, like exist in society or like, how, how do you yeah. exist if you're like freaking out every time you hear something that you don't like? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think everybody's that like autistic where they have to be like, no, no, like that. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, it, like, yeah. It, 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 and I, people I are know, encouraged like, to act that way. Yeah. I mean, it got super popular like 10 years ago to get in arguments with your Republican ass family. Yeah. Like you're yeah, like go home stupid, at Thanksgiving and save the world. <laughs> your stupid racist grant demented grandfather who thinks he's in Korea still. Yeah. Yeah. They like, were heroes. You killed heroes. Grandpa. I can't. I don't. Who are you? Are you my son? No, your son killed himself. Son told him some twenty years ago. <laughs> oh no, this is getting dark. No, it's funny though. It's funny. No, I like that. I like that story though. <laughs> it's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. No, this this has been a banger. <laughs> We're at like kind of like chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's always conversation. So it's it's the complexity. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah. I want to learn more about orthodoxy. So. What are the what are the books? What are the books for the kids at home to check out? All right, I'll let me uh, grab all my books right now. Um, definitely, definitely that one. All right, Improvised Munitions Handbook, the TM thirty one two Need that one. Okay, Mystical Theology of the Eastern Mystical Church Theology. by Vladimir Lossky. Mystical Theology of the Eastern Church by Vladimir Lossky. Yeah. Saint Gregory of Nyssa on the Soul and Resurrection. Saint Gregory of Nyssa on the Soul and Resurrection. Father Seraphim Rose, The Soul After Death. Father Seraphim Rose, The Soul After Death. I'm going to be getting that well, one. You, you, you need Amazon. to get that one. That one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, buy it off And Amazon. for all the, for everyone who's like, Jeff Bezos sucks, every book you buy off Amazon, you get Prime, it costs him twice as much what you paid for it to ship it to you. So if you want to hurt Jeff Bezos, buy all the books you can because they won't be available forever. That business, he's just trying to choke out. I don't know what, well, he's using it for tax write off. But I'm telling you, everyone, folks at home, books will not be available in that way in about 10 years. Amazon's going to shut it down and all the bookstores will be bankrupt. It has nothing to do with stealing uh, book sales. It's just to get tax write offs on his keeping websites in the air. Because the main thing Amazon makes money off of is uh, web servers. And, um, yeah, this is this is awesome because this was like. Have you been to a bookstore recently? Yeah, like, yeah. Do you have like a, a cool bookstore where you're at? Because I haven't mm-hmm. been. A, stop it! Oh, if you're in Montreal, cool I'm not allowed to go Esta- to Canada. Oh, okay, they won't let me in. I'm I'm serious. I've like, like, yeah, been turned away. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 
I have a passport and everything, but I with my I, I probably need to write Trudeau or whoever's in charge to. That's because you exception. could go to Greece. You could go to Greece, but not Canada. Yeah, some like that. I I have like a pretty solid DUI that uh you're not mm. allowed um in Canada at all if you have a DUI. That's which crazy. Is insane, I didn't know that. Which is insane because everybody has one. All the cool kids have one at least. I don't know how Canada. Yeah, yeah. I know people anybody. who got them in Canada, and they can still go to the states. I guess it's it's some kind of lawyer thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I know well, there it's, are Canada, it's Canada who doesn't let people in, but America uh, will let does. people in. But um, yeah, it's 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 super weird because I tried to get a connecting flight from Canada, and I like oh, research because dude, having shit on your record, like having to Google like what countries you're allowed in and what ones you're not is so crazy yeah that sucks what are what are pardons things that are gettable or no i I don't know anything about that uh i could get it expunged from my record but it would Mm. cost like a bunch of i've already poured probably like twenty thousand dollars into it in the past few years yeah it's it's just like a money yeah it's like a just a money stealing operation they just i see i i got it in texas and moved Mm. to georgia and literally didn't have to check in with a probation officer at all other than like one i had to like fill out a sheet of paper and mail it to texas every month and then i had to blow into a breathalyzer every time i started my car which was it was so scary because it would pick up That's if you hard. drank the night before and you're not allowed to have any alcohol. Oh man. So I did like, I, I got assigned like 40 substance abuse classes at $50 each. Jesus four Christ. hours each. So I spent like 160 hours in substance abuse classes and spent $2,000 on it. Dude, it's such a, don't don't drive drunk or do it and don't just drink legalize and drive. it. Just yeah. legalize it. I thought that's what they were talking about when they say legalize it. Right. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> weed. I hate weed. Legalize cocaine and drinking and driving. That's <laughs> that's where we end the episode. Like you, you say, I, I don't know if you're joking, but I like for real. No, I'm serious because it would end said. the South American war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that, that shit would killing. That shit would rock. I'd have a good time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So this this has been so a PSA. This yeah. whole thing has been a PSA. Don't don't be like me, kid type vibe. You know. But do in the orthodox way and being funny on Instagram. And the other thing too, kids at home, if you're like, oh, where are the jokes? Uh, Nick can riff better than anyone who tries to riff in my comments. So it's better I to- riff uh, I riff all day. I riff all day. I don't need to- I don't you need, need to, to take come a break. On, don't got to put your this jester is, hat on. Yeah. This is big boy hours. This is where I can be real. The big dogs are barking. So, yeah, that phone <laughs> would not exist. Big dog barking would not exist without Nick. So, regardless of what, what munitions he improvises, uh, he's always got to. We're never going to reject him at the Betaverse Customs. So, thumbs up. Thanks for watching, listening. And, uh, yeah, which part of, are you in Georgia proper? I mean, uh, Atlanta proper, or you're in like some little town? 
You're in Athens. No, Athens, Athens is where the University of Georgia is, and that's like a mm. hour outside, hour and a half outside of Atlanta. Okay. So I never, and you're help- I never go to the city. Oh, okay. So you are yeah. an hour and a half out of the city. Yeah. No, okay. Never go over there. I hate it over there. I, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on living in cities. I hear you. Kind of well, like I'm just kind of, kind of saving money to buy a house somewhere. Fuck yeah. Would you buy it in Georgia or somewhere else? Maybe like upstate New York or something. Hmm. I could I could use more snow. Hell yeah. That would be good. No, like near two years ago. Montreal. Oh, really? What'd you think? You liked yeah. it? It's awesome. Would you ever so try? Cool. Would you try skiing or snowboarding? I'm so uncoordinated. I, I hear that. I, I fall off of ladders. Right. Are you good at the shooting range? Do you go? Or you just got the piece? You know, I just kind of go on like the side of roads and let off a couple and drive shoot off. Shoot at cars? <laughs> okay. Yeah, shoot yeah. at cars, houses. That was a great account. Yeah. There was a guy who would uh, film himself shooting at electrical. Like it's at the top of like telephone poles. And he would shoot it and then drive away super fast. But the account <laughs> disappeared. But some people who saved that the one? videos. You know that one video where like that guy is driving the tractor and he's like holding a revolver and he's like, I have the power of God. And then he points it at a cop. <laughs> Oh, you know, I have not seen talking that one. About? I'll, no, I'll find no. it and send it to you. It's a, it's a classic. <laughs> All, right. All right, but I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Nick. And uh, yeah, thanks for having kids me. at home. Yeah, follow Nick underscore Zalea. And uh, no underscore. Careful. Oh, just Nick Zalea. Yeah. Is it Nick dot Zalea? No. I'm sorry for forgetting. <laughs> Shit. Dataverse. 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 Dataverse.